Hey, hey, welcome to the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens. Joining me today is Miss Laughs a Lot. Welcome to the show, Margo. The, the thing that happened, the things that happened before we hit the record button, and it's not good to crack up your, your co-host or have her crack herself up, really, before you hit the record button. But you know what? This show is, is raw, and, and you get the raw emotion. So welcome to the show, Margo. Hi. Are you good? I'm you good? I'm fine. All right. I mean, never. I feel stupid because I didn't know the difference in mono. What was it? Monologue and metronome. Yeah. Monologue and metronome. It's fine. I can ride my bike with no handlebars. That's right. So <laughs> we do have a good show for you today. Um, of course, we're going to cover, well, of course, the, the Clyde Hart Memorial would have been rained out. That was going to be the, the main course of the show this week. And uh, that has been moved to the Thursday before the Coke Zero 400 in August, the 25th. So that'll be that'll be fine. We'll get the NASCAR that's crowd or whatever. Be the longest weekend ever. Yeah, that's going to be a, a jam packed weekend. That'll be that'll make for a great show. So, um, of course, that that was rained out. Um, the only tracks I got to run this week were Showtime and 417. So we'll head over that way. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about the NASCAR race, if you can call it that. At uh, yeah, you're yawning because it was a snooze fest over at Road America. So we'll talk about that. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about some Thunder Road and some other stuff. We'll do the, the typical show. And then on the other side of the break, um, I, I posted on Facebook. I want to do some, we, we haven't done, uh, anything to get the listeners involved a lot lately. So I posted on Facebook. Them uh, listening is getting them involved. Well, I, mean, I know. Hi, but, welcome but, to the show. <laughs> but getting them, you know, their voice out there as well. So, um, I posted a question on, on my Facebook about, um, you know, tell me what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you at a racetrack. So we're going to read some of those uh, comments that came in. Um, but before we get into everything, um, I want to wish everybody a happy 4th of July. And, um, you know, uh, and I want to thank our sponsors too in a, here in a minute. But I, I just, I got to say, it's it's real sad that uh, we cannot as a country get together and celebrate anymore, whether it be uh, 4th of July, whether it be any kind of get together, um, without the entire nation being afraid. Um, you know, my heart goes out to everybody, um, in, in Chicago. Um, my, my heart goes to, uh, to anybody that was affected by what happened, uh, last night at, in Orlando. Um, we, we were down there watching the fireworks and it started late and we're just watching fireworks and all of a sudden, I don't know about you, Margo, but time just slowed down. Uh, we saw a bunch of people running by us. Uh, we were at the edge of the lake watching the fireworks. A bunch of people started running by us, and it just seemed like things slowed down. We we kind of saw a, a huge crowd running. We didn't know what was going on. Uh, you gave me the baby and just said run, um, which I did. Yes. Um, but uh, obviously it was a false alarm, thankfully, but we live in a time now where everybody is so on edge that the smallest little thing can disturb you, and after – what happened at the parade with, with the shooting and all the mass shootings that have been happening. And I'm, I'm not trying to get on a soapbox here, but I just think that it's terrible that w- we went to try to celebrate and have a good time. And so did every other person at Lake Eola. And all of that was disrupted over the way our country is. And, and I'm not going to, this isn't about gun laws and gun control. That's a whole different thing. Um, I, I just think that it's, it's terrible that we can't just get together and, and watch some fireworks. I don't know. It ruined the whole weekend for me. The weekend started off so awesome and that killed it. So yeah, that was a very depressing, I mean, thank God everybody was okay for the most part. And then I wake up today and a buddy of mine, a really good friend of mine who lives in uh, Pennsylvania, went to the Harrisburg fireworks and he goes, I, I can't believe the the same thing happened 
to you guys in Orlando that happened to us, they were at the fireworks. There a fight broke out, and people started running because somebody yelled "gun." Apparently, and, that's about the same thing that happened in Orlando. It's yeah. just stupidity. It, it is, but I mean, do you blame people with, with everything that's been going on? I mean, it's it's just a shame. So I hope that you all had a great Fourth of July. I hope that you were able to spend time with your family. I hope that your night was uh, a lot better, and I hope you got to celebrate. Uh, that, that's my main point if here. If you were but celebrating. If you were celebrating. If you don't, hey, that's cool too. But I, I just, man, I, I just, once everything had calmed down and we got home, I just, I couldn't believe it because, you know, I, I'm so glad there, you know, there wasn't a shooting. It wasn't anything like that. But just to be in that situation and to see that mass panic and to be right in the middle of it is is a crazy experience. And, you know, when you gave me Peyton, I just, I, I ran. I, I didn't follow the crowd. I went up the street and I said, I'm getting the hell out of by by the lake here. I'm getting the hell out of this area. I'll recollect. And then we met up the car. We got the hell out of there. Everybody's good. Um, somebody, yeah. somebody asked me, why'd you hand the baby to Ryan? I'm like, cause the only thing I run is my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we have you on the show. I'm like, um, look, I will. Uh, no. Mm-mm. Like if, if you see me running, Brent Smith is like in my general direction. Yeah. And at first I didn't want to split up, but then I also, you know, I figured this poor girl had come over by by you and, and she had gotten separated from her family and you made sure that he, she got back. So um, I, I was we were just trying to do what I would have hoped somebody did for my kids. Right. So. And we were communicating the whole time and we knew where each other was and we got back to the car and everything was all right. It's just, you know, there was supposed to be a time of celebration. And I know this this country is very divided and a lot of people, you know, Parents, share location with your kids, especially if you're going to something like this. Share location with your partner. Don't do it to spy on them, but do it to make sure they're safe. Yeah, you just want to make sure everybody's safe. Like anytime we go to something like that, I think I always share my location with you just in case we get split up. So, And, and thankfully, we always, hey, the, we, we put in our maps. If we park somewhere and we're not familiar with the area, we put, put where our car is on the map. We drop a location. So if we do get separated, we know go to the car because we ain't leaving without each other. So... Um, my, 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 the, the main reason I <laughs> mainly because you'd call it in stolen. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, but no, the, the main reason I even want to bring this up is, um, it, it just makes me so thankful for our racing family that, uh, 90% of the time when we go to a gathering, it's at a racetrack with a bunch of people yeah. that, that we know and, and love for the most part. And I know there's a, a few people that, well, that want to rip each other's heads off, but at the same time, we all take care of each other and we, we make sure that we, nobody leaves hurt and nobody ever goes to the racetrack and feels like, Something bad could happen. Like I never this, feel that way. The second this stuff all started happening, like my first text was Tim Sozio's wife. Who, yeah, yeah. And then Derek Wood's wife, who I have, I haven't talked to Shelby other than like on Facebook in like three years. I haven't seen her, so I'm like, damn. All right. And it was because Matthew had Green had just gotten to her house, and he knew that we were there. Yeah. So. Well, and it's just crazy who reached out to me, and then I heard from some friends that were down there that I haven't talked to in a long time, and just glad that everybody's okay. But again, I'm just so glad that we spend a majority of our time around decent people, a good group, and like I said, there, there's going to be wars on the racetrack that might spill over onto Facebook and stuff, but I've never been to the racetrack and felt any, you know, any kind of way that... that that feels like it's going to be a threat to anybody's life. Remind and, me when we go to Daytona not to explode another beer in the grandstands. Yeah, I feel like that yeah. would be like really bad at this time. Luckily in, in that everybody looked over, saw it was your beer and laughed, you yeah. know, but yeah, that, that was crazy. But no, it's just, I'm, I'm so thankful to be part of the racing community for, for situations like this, because you, in today's day and age, I mean, you really can't trust many people. 
And uh, trust anyone. case in point last night, I mean, I didn't know what was going on. I just thought, when you see people running, at first I, I, I honestly thought fireworks were shooting into the crowd or something. And then I realized, well, no, I'm watching the fireworks, and they're over this giant lake, and they're not going anywhere near where this crowd of people is running. Something's going on. Let's get the hell out. The craziest thing I saw was people jumping into the lake. Into the lake and like, jumping over Like, you couldn't get me to jump into the lake. Uh, if a bullet don't kill me, one of them swans will. I was going to say, the swans are in there. I ain't going in there. No, no. I'm more scared of the swans than I am a bullet. Hell yeah. I ain't never been scared of a human. There's probably poop in there and stuff. <laughs> never been scared of a human. A bird, though? Fuck that. Yeah, especially a big one with floppers. Dinosaur birds. Heck, that shit out of me. Last time we went to Lake Eola, it chased after you, so we just got to stop going to Lake Eola, My I guess. My family has bad luck with the swans I guess. I guess. Uh, but anyways, I hope y'all's 4th of July was great, and I hope it wasn't ruined by mass hysteria and mass panic. Um, before we get into the actual show, I do got to thank our sponsors. Uh, I'm sure our sponsors are going to love being followed up by that, but uh, mm. definitely a big thank you to American Auto. Of course, EJ and all the guys over there taking good care of us, uh, fixing up our car, getting the new brakes put on. We're yeah, going gotta, on vacation. Got to get week. some new ones. After when we get back, I got to get the front ones done. Yeah, uh, but no, they took good care of us, and, and they take good care of the show as well. Uh, big thank you to Rondell Alessandro. Hope he's feeling better. Um, I know he's. I talked he's to him today. He's feeling a little doing bit doing a little bit better. He was actually good. up and going into the shop today, so I know he's been a little bit under the weather. So we're we're thinking about him. We hope he feels better and hope to see him at the racetrack here soon. So big thank you to him and uh, 124 Welding and Fab. Um, Big thank you to Andy Morrison with Never Give Up and um, and everything he does for the racing community as well. Um, Jeff White Racing, big sponsor here at the New Smyrna Speedway. Hopefully we'll see the E-Mods and trucks back. I feel like it's been months since we've seen trucks any of those classes. supposed to be the 16th. Uh, with the shark bite? Yes, because I'm spotting for Jack. Okay, good. So we'll, we'll get them, uh, we'll get their segment back on the show here soon. Uh, same with Ken Copley and the E-Mods. Um, big thank you to 70 Motorsports, a uh, new sponsor that came on board. I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, he can do the rest of the year. Why do you um, not know who that is? That's the, the 13 bomber, the silver one. He finished oh, third. Oh, the Skinner one? The Skin- yeah, okay. the, one of the RCS guys. Yep, yeah. he's a big supporter of the show now. Okay. Um, Doug Samian, of course, he's come on board to support the show with the 04 machine. Never heard of him. And, uh, yes, you have. Don't you're, you're the reason he's on the show. Um, and big thank you to Bromley Motorsports that has come on board for a couple of episodes as well. So thank you to our sponsors. I mean, when I got the first sponsor on the show, I'm like, all right, cool. Now I have this this big list. So I thank you guys for the support and thank everybody listening. And I know that, uh, you know, this show is not on the News from Facebook anymore since Facebook took down the podcast part of social media. Uh, so it doesn't get those residual clicks anymore. Uh, but I can tell my core audience is listening and uh, all, all you guys telling me that you're, you're listening and always giving feedback on the show. I appreciate y'all for that. So uh, we're going to get into the show. We're going to start with NASCAR. Then we're going to quickly go around the state. Then we'll take the commercial break and we'll tell some stories. And you're going to want to stick around to the end of the show because I'm going to tell my craziest story. And um, some of I I think a lot of you guys don't know this story because it happened while I was still relatively new and I didn't know many of you at the time. So you'll want to listen. Oh, please tell me it's what I think it is. Oh, it is. It is. So all the people that think I'm crazy, they won't think I'm crazy anymore? Oh, no. This makes you look like the most normal person in the world. So you'll want to stay tuned to the end because I'm going to tell that. It's a very personal story. And uh, (laughs) I I think you guys will actually enjoy it. And I think some of you won't believe it. So um, you want to stick around at the end and and hear everybody else's story because we got some good moments here. So let's get into the show. Let's start at Road America in... Uh, in the NASCAR Cup Series, and I, you didn't I make it like, through the race. I have one sentence about go, that race. Do it. I went to take a nap on like with twenty three to go. I woke up and they still had ten to go. 
It was an hour later. And nothing happened. Except Tyler Reddick, Reddick passed Chase Elliott. Right. That's it. Mr. Excitement. <laughs> Jade Buford could have done it like yeah, six laps well, sooner. I don't know about that. But no, I, I honestly, I, and it's like what I talked about a couple weeks ago when I said these cars are, because they're built for the road courses, they're too good. And I was listening to another podcast and I'm like, do you guys feel like these cars have like too much grip? And, and I, I feel like on the road courses and the short track, they do. There were so many times and I only really paid attention to the first stage i almost said segment and i'm like yeah, it's not thing. milk bowl um there were so many times where they got it in the little the little oh, the rumble the strips turtles or the rumble yeah. strips or whatever to where they should have lost it if they got in the gravel but because of this independent rear suspension like you lose it and you correct it and you're fine yeah you're so stable yeah it sucks also like- we asked for more short tracks and got a five thousand mile long road course yeah i think road america is too big and I, i'm not a huge they're talking about doing the chicago street course not See, a huge I think fan of that be okay. but- i think that'll be cool like if they do it to where it's like the clash where it's kind of just like a you know, novelty thing. I think it'll be cool. I'll, of course, if it happens, I wouldn't I'll, do anything I'll, in the streets of Chicago. That's just me. Well, personally, yeah, I'm not going down there, but uh, I'll reserve, if they do it, I'll reserve judgment on the actual race until after it happens. But you I'd rather we would than hate the Daytona road course. And we had a eh, blast. Well, we had a blast there. The race itself was mad, but the experience was great. I, yeah. I feel like you always have a good experience. And, and that's what people seem to be saying about road America. The people that went enjoyed it. Like they enjoyed their time there. And it seemed like a cool place to be. But I, the race was, in my opinion, it was a snooze fest. I mean, I, I know you're a big Chase Elliott fan, and I, I like Chase Elliott. Um, but I'm happy for Tyler Reddick to finally get that win. I'm just not a Tyler Reddick fan. I, I, I know. I I've, don't know why. I just don't like him. Yeah. It's that, nothing personal. He's just kind of. He's not one of your favorite guys. That's fine. He, like, he's not to the level of, like, Brad Keselowski or Austin Sendrick to me to where I just cannot stand him. I just, yeah, he just kind of, ex- he's like Denny Hamlin. He exists. Yeah. He's uh, I like there. him way better than Denny Hamlin, but. Well, I used to, I um, was a huge Denny Hamlin fan. A lot of a lucky number. So. I, I got to tell you, uh, after the Bristol thing, when Briscoe took him out and then he lost that race and then he's fallen out of the playoffs, I'm, I'm happy for him because I felt like he was at a point, and we, we've talked about the playoffs the last couple episodes, where I felt like he was going to have to win to make it in. Yeah, I think and, I'm just indifferent that. towards him. That's and and that, that's fine. I, I know you would have preferred, you would have been happier for Chase to win. I know you, you came out from from your nap and you're like, oh, come on, Chase, do something, you know. And it, you, you would have much rather seen the nine-car win. Because a win for Chase is a win for Dawson. That's that's very true. And would have been really good for Chase's playoffs. Yeah. Because he got nothing. I mean, he got second-place points and all that, but he got no no playoff points, no stage wins. And um, he still got the the season-long point lead. So remember yeah. a couple episodes and we are talking, oh, he's not doing that good this year. Well, now he's got two wins and the points lead, and he's leading the playoff points if, if the playoff started today. So, I mean, Chase having a great year. Um, I just – I didn't expect a road course to be Tyler Reddick's first win. He's we been, didn't expect it to be Ross Chastain or Daniel Suarez No, that's, that's very true. And the road courses, while they haven't provided the most excitement, they provided new winners. I mean, we have five first-time winners this season. I didn't see that coming. I don't know what we were going to see coming with this new car, but I certainly didn't see five first-time winners. Um, the the biggest thing that I want to talk about from this race is, um, do you remember how like they they'd get to about three laps to go right before the pits would close, and certain people would pit, and some would stay out. And there's a lot of people saying the stages ruin the strategy. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the stages, especially like if if there's a caution that close to the end of a stage. Ugh. 
I, I, I don't know. I want to yeah. say, like, let them race it back or, like, don't count. Like, if there's a caution with, like, 12 to go and the, at the end of a race or at the end of a stage, don't freaking sit there and make them do caution laps to end the stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, th- that's just, that if, it, if it gets to, like, two to go, throw the red. I don't know. I, th- I don't those know. cautions at the end of the Xfinity race were excruciating. There were, like, 20 minutes of caution because the cautions fell, like, a lap or two before the stage ended. I'm pretty so, certain you, like, grilled a steak in the time that it took a caution. Dude, I made a feast before the second stage started in the Xfinity. Just go with it. You're looking at me like, no, you didn't. Just go with it. I could have. You made a steak. Good I, job. Yeah. You did <laughs> It's a feast for me, babe. Um... But there's, you know, some of the strategies. Put some cheese and lettuce in a burrito. Hell yeah, I did, and it was amazing. Sorry. Uh, but no, there, there's a lot of people that you know say the strategy's out of it, and they don't like the stages and the road course. I I like the idea of the the playoff points and the stage points. I feel like you can just award them without throwing the caution for the road courses. But then you're like, well, then they're different from the other races. I don't know the perfect solution, um, but there is still strategy now. There is, if you pit early, you're probably going to have good track position and probably going to win the race. If you stay out and win the stage, you either need points or you're going for that playoff point. And Ryan Blaney, he stayed out and won one of the stages. And the the people on NBC, NBC's coverage was Sucks. so good at Nashville and it was a complete 180. It was terrible this week. Um, but they're all like, why would Ryan Blaney stay out in the stage? He's not... He he doesn't have a win this year. He's he's got to win a race. He's here's the thing. He's 112 points to the good in the playoffs. He's probably going to make it. I don't see more than 16 winners, and I think Ryan Blaney will win a race before the playoffs. So I think he's going to be fine. He knew he was not going to win that race at Road America. Yeah. So why not stay out and grab 10 more championship points to pad that cushion and get a stage point? He has won five stages this year which is five playoff points, which is equivalent to one victory. So he knew, hey, we're not going to win this race. So let's get something for our troubles. And that's what I like about the stages. They give you, if you run in the top 10 at the end of a stage, it gives you something for your efforts. And then, you know, if you have a mechanical failure or a crash, it's not like you just got one point. You got a little something, something. So Blaney stayed out, got himself a championship point. While he doesn't have a win, he's got five playoff points that he can use throughout the playoffs and i think he will win a race and if he wins two races before the end of the or before the playoff starts he's going to have the most playoff points going into it so i think while not the race winning move it was a strategic move to pick up the points and i feel like they they kind of had their bed they they made their bed and they laid in it and they got what they could so i thought that was interesting even though it didn't mix it up the only real pit stop at the end uh, Chase Elliott barely got out in front of Tyler Reddick, and Tyler Reddick chased him down, passed him with about twenty to go. And like you said, that was it. You you went you went took a nap, came back, nothing changed. No yeah. cautions, no natural cautions, just the two stages. It was like breaks. an hour later. Yeah, well, that that track is is it's the biggest track on the schedule, four miles, and I think it's too big. I don't think it provides good racing for the Cup cars. Xfinity always seems to put on a good show there, but or a good shit show, or a good shit show. Um, which we'll hit on that after this. But Tyler Reddick does get his first win. That's the big takeaway here. We have 13 winners now. So 13 of the 16 playoff spots are more or less spoken for. Now, if they get 17 winners, somebody will get kicked out. You're doing the math over there. We have 13 winners. Yep. There's 16 spots. Daytona is the end of the regular season. Correct. There's more than three races until Daytona. 
yeah, there's eight to go. So we got Atlanta this week, which is basically a mini Talladega now. Yeah, he's got a shot. I mean, he if if he wins, he really throws this because you've got. I your, would probably shit my pants. Maybe you shouldn't be driving during during the race here on Sunday because if he we'll wins, be at your you'll, sisters. You'll we're not even going to be able to watch it. That's all right. We'll f- whatever will you do? Watch the highlights. Um, but so you've got the thirteen winners locked in right now. Plus you got Blaney and Truex good on points. Maybe I'll right just now. take a really long detour in Atlanta. <laughs> no, we we don't have time for that. Um, Sorry, Lolo. <laughs> and Lauren would would never forgive us for that. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, and then Christopher Bell's the final guy, and on points, Harvick fell out with. Uh, he with just Reddick needs winning. to go away. Yeah, he, I know. the closer has closed his career. He's I, and I love Kevin Harvick. I I he's I, just not been. I've showed you the, the pictures of half. me in high school and early college wearing the Ream Kevin Harvick shirt, and yeah, I, I liked Kevin Harvick, and now he sucks. So my my biggest takeaways from the road course race here is the strategy at road course has drastically changed, and it's eh, is, is it for the best? I don't know, probably not. Um, Tyler Reddick gets his first win that blows up the playoff picture. Um, didn't see thirteen winners coming this early in the season. Um, this is the first time in in the modern era that we've gone eighteen races halfway through the year and nobody has more than two wins. That's pretty incredible. Normally, somebody like Larson last year had five wins at this point. Weird. Usually, somebody kind of, especially Talk gets about hot. Silly and takes season. Up. Yeah, and, and when Har- or when um, Larson won at California, I'm like, oh, here we go again. He's going to win a whole crap ton of races, and he sucks. He's been competitive and should have won a couple, and but he's only got one win. This season's been very unpredictable, and I love that because I am all for racing chaos. Um, I, we did go ahead, or I went ahead and scored this thing today uh, on, the, on our scorecard, and. Uh, We'll go over that here real quick. I gave the racing a four. There were a few good moments. Uh, the battle between uh, Chase and Tyler Reddick was good at times, so I gave it a four. Gave it a three on excitement, just for the the new first-time winner. I always find that to be exciting, and if you've listened to this show, you know that. Um, the finish, I gave it a one because it was literally, I mean, Tyler Reddick just ran it out and won it easily. Uh, lead changes, it scores a two because it only had eight lead changes, so that doesn't help to score much. Enjoyment, I gave it a neutral five because I enjoyed the winner and I enjoyed the mix-up in the playoffs. So overall, the race scores a three, which is pretty much on par with our road courses. Uh, Sonoma got a 3.4. I don't know, I found that race to be a little bit better than Coda. Got a, Coda got a better score, and it was a, I believe it was a six, no, it was a 7.2 mostly because of the finish. Uh, the road courses have been, in my opinion, underwhelming, and we'll see if they improve going forward. Um, but a three overall for Road America. I could care less if it comes back or not for next year. And Do overall, still run Watkins Glen. Yeah, that's coming up in a couple weeks. Oh, okay. They got Watkins Glen and the Indy Road Course still to come what before the playoffs. To the Roval. That's in the playoffs. Oh, okay. So we we still have three road courses to go. Um, overall, our season is at six point seven three, so a solid D. D. A D. But I, I still – I'd like to see it back over seven, and I think after Atlanta it'll get back up there because we got Atlanta coming up. Of course, um, you know, we'll, we'll be traveling. We'll be on the road. Uh, won't be sitting down to watch the race. We won't have – again, we won't have a show next week because of vacation. Uh, we'll do a mega show to catch up on everything when we come back. Um, mm. We're going to have to record on, like, s- <laughs> shit. We have quarter midget Sunday. We can't record on Sunday. We'll just – we'll recover, and then we'll record, and we'll catch back up, and we'll keep going. Um, 
Any final thoughts on NASCAR? <sighs> that tells me everything. Um, I have one final thought. The Xfinity race, I think uh, what Ty Gibbs did, passing Kyle Larson clean for the win after Larson dominated the event, was super impressive. I'm not a huge Ty Gibbs fan, but I can appreciate his talent in the drive he did. Yeah, if it was anybody else, he would have fucking moved him. Sorry. Yeah, well, I, I mean, fair that. enough. But I, I think Ty is learning he, he, he needs to gain the respect, and he's starting to gain the respect of his peers, and I thought he did a great job. Um, Noah Gregson, let's talk about him real quick. I give him Gregson, whatever. my God. I give him the Richard Cranium Award for the week because the he mullet. he and that 45, Sage Karam, were making contact, and then uh, Noah just... Noah Gregs and just went ahead and caromed off the side of him and wrecked him. And it, who was it? Brandon, not Brandon Brown. Yeah. Yeah, that was really hurt. He, or he looked really hurt. That was scary. It, it was. You made, I, the Richard Cranium Award for me goes to the camera guy who has for to, lingering. Sh- to show the hurt race car driver and like almost zoom in on his face so you yeah. can see the agony. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying Noah should be suspended or he should have been parked. I mean, we're still in the boys have added era, so those people probably cheered for Dale Earnhardt too. Right, right. It's you know, NASCAR's or damned if they do. Stop watching NASCAR in two thousand one. I don't feel like Noah should be suspended. We see people take each other out all the time, and you can't judge based on the end consequence, uh, the the end of the stipulation, whatever happened. Um, you have to be consistent, but NASCAR's not consistent, so they're going to do what they're going to do with Noah. I hope they don't suspend him. Uh, I hope they don't really penalize him. Uh, I, I feel like the drivers are pretty good at policing this themselves. The Sage will get back at him when he least expect, expects it. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big Noah Gregson fan. I enjoy his his prowess on the racetrack, but I think it was a chicken shit move, and um, I, I, I'm i not cool with it. And I'm, but I'm glad everybody was okay because, like I said, there were some big hits. I mean, the 10 car almost flipped over. Yeah. Brandon Brown crazy. hit somebody. I think he hit uh, – Jade Buford's replacement, Tyler Reddick, in that oh, wreck. Yeah, that and, non-driving prick. Yeah, yeah, that Tyler yeah, Reddick the one guy. That won who, the next day. Right, right. Hack. Um, but no, the, the Xfinity race, in my opinion, was way better than the Cup race. Yes. So um, that's uh, that's our coverage from Road America. Noah Gregson, do better. Let's quickly go around the state and up and around whatever the hell we watch on TV. Um, not much to do around the state because the Clyde Hart Memorial got rained out. 417 race, but they did everybody kind of did these wreck it crash arama type style events this weekend, which is Wait, fine because they were 17 that did the Paul Revere yes, race. Yes, they sure did. Um, their 26 car enduro, yeah, sounds like ours. Um, they yeah. did enduro night of mayhem, um, and they did not put results up, but they had an enduro, they had the crown. I bet picks. you can't guess who won the enduro. Is that Curtis? Yeah, with a tire coming off the thing. Yeah. Yeah, not not surprised at all. Good for wow. Zach. He's he's found his calling, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, great great little racer though. Um, yeah. So demo derby, which I heard was kind of insane. Um, I, I, I don't didn't know. Really see much I didn't watch that. any yet. I tried to watch the Paul Revere race, but it's really hard to watch when all there are headlights. Did you enjoy watching the lights go around? Yeah. <laughs> it's all no, you see. like my it was like sensory overload to me. I don't know. It was weird. Super cool. They did that though. You don't see that very often anymore. And for no. those of you that don't know, it's you turn the track lights off and everybody runs with their headlights or whatever lights they Do have you know why on the they, car. They call it a Paul Revere race. Yeah, because Paul ran through the town with his lantern on the horse. No, because all you could see was the white of his eyes. Oh, okay. You failed history, didn't I, you? Dude, I didn't pay attention to history. I was always bored by it. Sorry. <laughs> I know you love it, but I'm not a fan. 
Like, there's... gotta watch Hamilton just one time. You'll freaking learn. No, something. I can't deal with the guy talk singing for two and a half <laughs> freaking hours. I can't. Right. I can't do it. Um, I'm sure, that's it's a great story. That's I just it. Can't I'm do out. It. All right. Goodbye. I take your Hamilton with you. The only Hamilton that matters to me is Bobby, and he's no longer with us. What? Um, Bobby Hamilton? You don't remember Bobby Hamilton? Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of Bobby Labonte. I'm like, no, no, Bobby, Bobby, no, Bobby, is, Bobby is an SRX standout. Um, so 417 did that. Showtime had their little Sunday figure eight madness, and I guess they sold the place out. So good on them. People mm-hmm. love this stuff. Um so I'll quickly go over the results. I didn't see anything from this event, so uh, this will just be some name calling. Oh, come on. Say it, say it, say it. In the Outlaw figure eights, Chucky Hearn won that. Sean Senecosa finished it in second. Yikes. Look at Robert Yoho. I mean. Wow, they, running wow. in his own event. Wow, look at that. He's got to pad, the, back, got to pad right. those car counts. He finished third. Cody Williams fourth. Seth Nistock finished fifth. They had eight cars start that one. They had a Ford figure 8A, and Shane Grigsby won that over Justin Meyer, Cody Williams, Dodge Carlbert, and Mike Wettick. Uh, decent field here. 14 started that. They had the race cars of yesterday, nope, all six of, of yesterday them. yesteryear. Of yesteryear, sorry, whatever. Um, Dave <laughs> Edwards, the winner there. They got, did they do figure 8s? Because that'd be cool. Um, mini stock Those figure 8. I don't know what an 8 is. Ken Smith won that over Randy Foote, James Prochaska. <laughs> Sean Sinekosov and Sean, goodness, these names, Hardenbrook. Eight cars started that. Uh, Ford figure 8B, not to be confused with the A. Uh, no, David Carlberg won that. Austin Durham, James Vosniak, Rob Ledwell, and Karen Vosniak, your top five in that race. 14 cars started that one. Street stock figure eight, because why not? Dodge yes, uh, he won everything in the three car race. So, um, I guess it was fun. It was sold out. So hopefully the people enjoy themselves. Kudos to Showtime for selling out on a Sunday because they ran their event on a Sunday. So good for them. Surprised they didn't do it on top of somebody. No, they could have done it the same night as 417, but they didn't. So um, that that's really all the action we had in the state here that, that we cover because everything else rained out. Nope. Um, the Clyde Hart Memorial, of course, did rain out, rescheduled for Thursday, August 25th before the Coke Zero 400 uh, so it's kind of like back. We used to run it on a Thursday back <laughs> when it was so in July. It's funny because I was talking to Austin. He's like, "Why don't they do it the same week as Daytona anymore?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know. It's too hot. Daytona got moved." So I told him that it got postponed, and he's like, "Oh, now they want to run it the same weekend as Daytona." Yeah, that's what we did in, in 2022 when when Kyle Busch came to run. No, we it's were... 2022. Now it's 2022. Right, but you mean, I mean 2020. 2022 also? <laughs> Tw- shit. 2020 also, we did it uh, the Thursday before the Daytona race. So, yeah, uh, just because COVID pushed everything back, but whatever. I mean, this race, I feel like we're going to be so freaking crazy. We have a New Smyrna big track. Yep. Thursday. New Smyrna little track, but that's one of our rain dates. So, we might not have to use it. Little track Friday. Daytona Saturday. A wedding Sunday. And your birthday on Monday. (laughs) I'm just going to sleep for my birthday. Sounds great. Um, also, I was talking to Tom from Speedway Video. Shout out, Speedway Video. Um, he's like, dude, I, I've been working on the track for six years now or whatever, and I feel like the Clyde Hart is rained out every year. So the most dominant force at the Clyde Hart Memorial, Mother Nature. Always. She always wins that race. And it's too bad because, I mean, we never made it out to the racetrack, but there was a good handful of race cars out there. So hopefully they all come back. Uh, they can't use their pit band for the Southern Super Series race this weekend because it's Southern Super Series takeover. 
It's not a new Smyrna event, so they might as well use their armbands and come back and race on the 25th or do the third Sunbelt race or whatever. Yeah, I think the only ones we might have an issue pulling for that is, like, the ground pounders. I don't know how many we'll have. Yeah, not a Thursday. It might be tough, but, you know. But, but also, they, they're they used to doing it. They're always kind of on the bigger shows because they're run for free. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um this weekend, though, we do have the Southern Super Series coming to town, and uh, most of the cars that were there this week should be back, plus a whole bunch of other cars. Um, just to kind of give everybody a quick update coming into this event, Stephen Nassi, who will be there, is leading the points, of course, by 18 over car number 18 for Hunter Robbins. So Who's I guess, Hunter Robbins driving for? Uh, that the, the red 18 that Roderick used to drive for. Uh, I can't think of the owner's but name right now. But it's not a Donnie Wilson car. No, it's, it's, it um, oh God, I can't remember who's, it's, it's red and black. Yeah, I yeah. know what I, okay. And I okay. can't remember the guy's name offhand, I apologize, but uh, he's Hunter Robbins and I'll drive for that car. So he should be there. Bubba Pollard is coming in the 26th. He's third in points, 22 points out. So you got three guys in a pretty big points battle. I expect Jake Garcia to be in town in the 35. He's fourth in points. Jackson Boone, fifth in points, not coming. He's going to Nashville. He posted, oh, the logistics to get over there are too much. What that means so. is he sucks at New Smyrna and he knows it. Well, he did not have, he has not had good runs lately. So was, good luck to I him in Nashville. I was kind of kidding, but. No, I mean, it's it's true. It, you, you, you said it harshly, but he, it's true. He, we can just skip over the next one. The next one, uh, <laughs> sixth in points is Jet Nolan, of course. He is coming to New Smyrna this week. Doesn't want to run the Sunbelt series, even though I was told. At the beginning of the year, he was, but that was with a different ride. Now he's with the 50 team who... Back with his uh, his daddy's money. and uh, Yeah, so Jet Nolan will be here. He was I'm the first excited. official entry in. I doubt he was the first official. He was just the first, first one they one put released. up. Um, uh, I'm excited that, and I know I'm going to get shit for it. <laughs> I'm excited that Dawson will be there and Daniel Dye will too. Daniel and Michael will be there. He's going to be torn. He's going to be wearing a Michael Hines shirt, cheering for Daniel Dye, looking all confused. I really need to get the kid a Daniel Dye shirt. <laughs> I just see Daniel's shirts. They're like made to order. So I have to pay him the $10 for one and then wait for it to get to us. And I don't have the patience for that. And they're not there as much as they used to be because they're doing the ARCA thing. Um, but yes, Daniel Dye will be there. Michael Hind will be there. Um, Matt Craig, he hasn't run all the races. Maybe he'll be there. I'm not sure. Um, Michael Hind, eighth in points, he'll be there. Jake Finch is ninth in points. I would expect him to be there. And William Sawalich is rounding out the top 10 in points. Matt Craig is the 54. Yeah. The guy that dominated Governor's Cup a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know I, the car. I know if he comes, there'll, there'll be a threat. Um, William Swalich in the top 10. If any Donnie Wilson cars show up, that'll be, they'll, they'll all be hard to beat. Um, Daniel Dye will be there. He sits 11th in points. Um, I, Michael Atwell's planning to be there. Maybe Kyle Bryant will be there. Um, Casey Roderick hasn't run all the races in the 25. I doubt he'll be there. Um, Dusty Williams will probably be there in the 28. I would expect them. Do you think we can get, like, Derek Thorne? Nah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it depends on where the trucks are. Um, Austin Nason, perhaps. Sammy Smith, maybe. Um, I, I mean, honestly... We're recording this early in the week, so you got you. What you want to do is stay tuned to the New Smyrna page. Anytime Southern Super Series releases an entry, we've been posting it over there. We've been trying to uh, collaborate with the Southern Super Series guys to 
to co-advertise. Even though it's a Southern Super Series event, we're still advertising and putting it out because we, we want people to show up and support this event. Because I what? feel like you want you have to promote the event to have people come. Yeah, amazing. Wow, that's a mind-blowing concept. concept. And, and here's the thing: like it's easy for me this week because all I got to do is and and Kenny's been on the ball because Kenny's always on Facebook. But anytime we see something, we share it. We put it out there. Like I I don't have to. Thank God they got creative geniuses because I can just piggyback off them this week and just push it out there. Yeah, uh, I hope you come up with some posts to put next week because yeah, the second I see here, that sorry. phone crank up with New Smyrna Speedway, I'm throwing it into Lake Champlain. Don't do that, please. But I, no, I don't plan to be... Uh, somebody else is going to have to pick up the slack. And there's other people there that have access to it. So they will. Uh, Colin Allman is another driver who will be there in the 67 car. Um, and, and who knows? I, I easily think we'll have... We'll easily have 20 cars. Those that are brave enough to come down will. Yeah. It'll be a great. I think it'll be a great race. I'm really I looking forward to quick. it. I'm sure it'll be quick. Uh, also nine. on the schedule, Bomber A's and 602 Modifieds non-points events. So if you don't want to come race this weekend, you don't have to. But if you want to come support uh, something that's probably going to be a long-term partnership with the Speedway, uh, this will be your opportunity to come on out and just have fun. You don't have to worry about points. You don't have to worry about it much. Just show up and have a good time. So um I think qualifying is at like 6 o'clock, racing at 7.30. Typical stuff. I mean, normal news from stuff, but this week is controlled by a Southern Super Series. So if something happens this week that you don't like, remember, this is a Southern Super Series event. And I'm not saying go run to them and, and bitch and moan. Yeah, go to their announcer. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if you're, well, why is it this much to get in? Hey, that's not a news from thing. Southern Super Series is in control of see, this event. See, when somebody leases an event. Right. The sanctioning body has nothing to do with it. It is the leasee. No, you know, it'll still be news from Rona Food. I'm sure Todd will be in the pit area, um, you know. But there's a lot of things that aren't New Smyrna controlled this week. So be aware of that. Uh, obviously, if you have issues, you can, you know, uh, you can direct them to our page. But I'll probably direct you to Southern Super Series um, because this is their event. And I want it to be a good time for them. So uh, if you have questions about, of course... We'll help you out. I don't know why I'm saying that to the listeners of the show that already know. If something happens at the track on Saturday and you don't agree with it, Ryan clocks out from New Smyrna Speedway the second the checkered flag of the Bomber A race is over. When that last race is done, I'm going to sign off, turn everything off, and we're hitting the road. We out. uh, Also, I want to welcome Jake Wilson into the booth this weekend. Um, You know, he, he reached out to me couple of weeks ago and said, you know, he's, he kind of follows the Southern super series, uh, works with hype motorsports and, and Alec and all those guys. And, uh, he's like, Hey, we're going to be there doing pit side live. Uh, do you mind if, uh, if I join you up after that? Cause I won't be doing anything. And I'm like, absolutely. And you know, I, I feel like I owe Jake one because um, <laughs> hey, try not to use the, clear eyes. Yeah. Context the Clyde Hart Memorial that, uh, Kyle Bush ran with us a couple of years ago. I invited Jake to, uh, to, to come up in the booth because at that time showtime wasn't racing and that's where he was working full time. And I could just tell by his Facebook that, you know, he was ans- very antsy to get back to the racetrack. So I f- felt like extending the olive branch to Jake. And I'm so glad I did that day because I, like you just alluded to, I burned my eyes with the, you know, I used clear eyes instead of contact solution on my contacts and burnt my eyes. And Jake really picked up the slack and really helped me. Um, so, I mean, anytime Jake reaches out and wants to come to the booth, I'm, I'm not going to tell him no. And I, and I think it'll be fun for that event. He follows the Southern Super Series very close, so he'll have all the insight or, you know, oh, we didn't even mention Brad May will be there. He doesn't run Southern Super Series, but Brad May will be there. I was so. going to ask. Oh, I, just I expect him to be there. It's a late honest. model race and at uh, New Smyrna, they'll be there. Um, I, I mean, shit, I, was I imagine. I say something that was like actually a vital piece of information for people. 
Racing America. Yes, That's it'll be on Racing it. America. And Hopefully, I know, Mark and Melissa will be the ones doing. Oh, production. I hope so. Uh, but I know that you know Jake follows the Southern Super Series. It's kind of what his job has been as a roaming announcer recently. Uh, so he knows a lot of the ins and outs. So it'll be great to have his in- insight up there. And he's he's great at calling races too. And I feel like we'll work well together. I, we did. I I felt like we worked well together, but I was a little distracted that day uh, when, when we first did. So I think this will be a much better experience for both of us. You know, looking forward to that. Looking forward to the race, and it'll just be different. Like, I kind of have—I don't want to say I have a laid-back attitude where people think I'm phoning it in, but I'm just kind of relaxed going into this because I know the people that are in control of it—they are in good hands, and they will do a great job getting this event going. And I look forward to working with them. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, Margo, you had some some races you want to talk about out of state, Stafford Speedway. <laughs> No, yes, but no. Where do you want to go first? Before I forget, our little quarter midget babies. Oh, yeah, they were up at... Uh... They were up at Indy. That's right. Um, at the Battle of the Brickyard. Hang on, sorry. So I'm just going to go through this real fast because okay. there were a bunch of them and they all ran in 27 different races. Uh, no winners, but Kale, Vail, Kale Van, Van Sickle... Sickle. And Heavy World Formula finished eighth in the A-Main. Gavin Gardner and Senior Honda finished third in the A-Main. Formula Mod finished eighth. Light World Formula B-Main finish. Light 160 finish in the B-Main. No Carpenter. Heavy World Formula finished third. Uh, Paul Messick and his Junior 160 finished eighth in the A-Main. Caden Ashton, A-Main finished seventh. Heavy 160 finished ninth. I'm only going over a few. Uh, Kaylin Kinley was there. She had a B main and a C, two C main finishes. Uh, Holden Allen, unrestricted animal, first place nice. in his A main. Uh, heavy World Formula, he was the X car. A main finished sixth for the Heavy Honda. Formula Mod, A main X car. The X car, for people that don't know quarter midgets, is if there's more than 10 cars, the X car is the 11th car on the field. If somebody wrecks, the X car gets to go in. But if the car that wrecked got fixed, the, the X, X car gets pulled. Yep. It's it's a field filler, basically. Yes. Uh, and then Juan Calrua is... Oh, Juan Calrua's are good. Yes. He took the light 160 and the senior Honda. He ran the G main and the F main. So, did I say Easton Gardner? Easty boy. Easty boy. Did good, and he, he finished in the B main. Did they both flip? Honda and junior 160. Yes. The gardeners both flipped. They both flipped. They both won B at lower mains. There's there was like nine hundred and sixty-two alphabet soups. Yeah. There was over four hundred and eighty-five cars. It's amazing. I talked to Sabrina. She said that it was hotter than the sun. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but apparently it was pretty successful. It's cool to see our our a lot of our guys from our club up there supporting these major events. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Um, I think the next race is like Dixie. And I, I hope all them come down and, and support uh, Dixie and stuff. Not, not Dixie, but a little 500 at the end of the yeah, year. Most and of Dixie them at the beginning of next year. Yeah. Um, yeah, those quarter midget kids, they they amaze me. I, I love how they can, like, flip. Like like me, striking out in baseball, I'd go cry on the bench. These kids will flip their car and be like, get me ready for the, the B-Main. I'll go win that and I'll be fine. It's good. I want to know if Easton flipped because he didn't hit the brakes. Because the last race... <laughs> At New Smyrna, <laughs> Dennis is like, don't hit the brakes, don't hit the brakes, don't hit the brakes. So I'm wondering if Easton just, wee. <laughs> no, I, I think 
usually what happens is Easton will come out and win a race, and Gavin will come out and win a race, and Easton will win. They always try to one-up each other, so whichever brother flipped first, the other one came up to try to outdo the other. That's usually what they do. Doesn't help that whole Easty boy. That's my little bull in a china oh, shop. Oh, he is. I love it. But he's gotten a lot better. When he first moved up from the, the rookie class, I was like, oh boy. I even called him a bull in a china shop, and Dennis came up to me and was like, I heard what you said. That's funny. And then there's Gavin, who like, if he, if, if he's Dennis or racer. If Dennis or Sabrina gives him attitude, he'll give it right back, and he'll be like, well, if you didn't give me attitude, I'll, I wouldn't give it back to you. That's I'm just you, like, I love you. That's how you, you, you keep him fired up. You got to keep him fired up, you know? Um, we uh, Let's see. Did you want to talk Stafford? Because we, we had our special guest from a couple of weeks ago uh, do very, very well up there. Yes. What, what do you pick at? This is going to sound bad because it was Friday, which was the busiest and best day we had all weekend. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you want in the open 80? Good job, Mr. No, he, he dominated that race. Right. dominated the Not much really 80. happened, but uh, he dominated the race, and it was good, good to see him win. He's having a good year. He won the open 80 for Modifieds, and that was his 80th win at Stafford. Yes. And that is why it should have been him in the SRX car and not Matt Hirschman, who has won one race at Stafford right. Speedway. But it was the it was the qualifying race, so I mean... I don't care. It, it, it shouldn't have been, oh, if you win the Spring Sizzler, because that's their biggest event. They draw cars. Well, that's, that's why, the biggest event, you know. But and, I, I get what you're but, saying. But would they have put Ryan Priest in the car? Probably not. What what you're saying is Woody Pitcat would have better, been a better representation of Modifieds at Stafford than Matt Hirschman, who's just a good yes, representation also, of Modifieds. Matt Hirschman hasn't ran a full-body stock car in like 20 years. Yeah. Woody Pitcat runs his late, late model, model right. into other people sometimes. Well, don't we all? <laughs> Sorry, Woody. I've seen you try to park, so I'm <laughs> just kidding. Okay, mister. Here, let me get out of the car at the record studio so you can back it in between these two cars. I wanted to make sure that you had enough room to get the stroller out because only I can judge the distance <laughs> Yes, properly. never mind the fact that I literally back into every parking you spot. You drive that, that car thing. more than I do, so. It's just got your name on it. It's yeah, my car. exactly. Um, no, I love Matt Hirschman. Everybody knows I love Matt Hirschman. I don't feel like he was a good representation of Stafford Speedway because they are notorious for the modifieds. You think of Stafford, that's what you think of. Yeah. Woody Pitcat has 80 wins at Stafford. That's rivaling, rivaling like Ted Christopher. Or that's a good amount of wins. Ted Christopher, Mike Christopher, that era of modified racing yeah I, I think he would have been a better representation good job matt you finished sixth i don't know maybe there just wasn't enough money on the line i'm, I'm glad you brought srx up because we did uh saturday since we went to the racetrack we did sit at home and watch that and i gotta tell you i'm just i i'm glad that these races sell out and it's good for the short tracks and i'm glad that they highlight short tracks both asphalt and dirt and sell the place out. I just don't get the appeal, and I think it's because I'm not easily starstruck. Where like I'd rather see a race full of cars and a race full of stars, and some that are kind of falling stars, like Bill Elliott, and Michael Waltrip, Paul that, Tracy. Paul, no, oh, he did. He finished third. He's terrible. I don't like him. But and like Haley Deegan, she's only she's only a star on Instagram. She's not a star on the racetrack. Um, I did think it was kind of cool to have Justin Marks back in a car. Yeah, but he but was just kind of there. Yeah, and yeah. Ross Chastain. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I need glad to go that, brush my teeth real quick and disinfect. My yeah, because you just said that. That was um, bad. You really just admitted that, and I'm going to hold you to that. But no, I mean, I'm glad Ryan Newman won. It's a cool story after his his oh, wreck yeah. in Daytona. So that was cool. But 
to me, the race is just, I mean, these people sit around, they do two heat races, two timed heat races where nothing really happens because, well, you got to get to the main event. So I feel like they're just riding around. They did um, modifieds that night too. Yeah, we just or didn't get to see SKs. that. We didn't, we didn't get to see the good stuff. Yeah. We got to see the SRX, which, I mean, I, I'm glad that it's working we and selling the we tracks out. We could have the good stuff if we had turned on flow racing. True, but let's face it, we were both disappointed that our races got rained out. Um, oh, but no, I just, I, I, I feel like, I, I feel like just watching the highlights will be fine, and if something happens, you'll see it on YouTube. I just don't feel like it's worth the investment. I mean, if they ever came to New Smyrna, I would support the hell out of it and enjoy it, but I just, I don't think it lives up to the hype. Well, they're coming. I think IROC was better. They're coming over to the dirt races. They've got two or three dirt races coming up, and those last year were more exciting. I think I, I will continue to watch because, well, I have fun with it. Um, mainly because I just like shit talking Willie T. Ribs and Paul Tracy. All right. Fair enough. I mean, hey, find something and, Look, and use it, you know? I have to make fun of the commentary. I would have rather listened to Ben Dodge. When they did yeah, that little they, segment with Willie T. Ribs and Bid Dodge. Yeah, and he was on the screen for all of three seconds. Yes, but they were talking about Riverside. Riverside, yeah. Riverside. Mm-hmm. And that uh, Ron D'Alessandro, 124 Welding and Fab, yep. uh, his Brought background sports. is Riverside. So I automatically like think of him. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I know part of the history with the D'Alessandro family and with Modifieds. Just, yeah. So I don't know. It's a big modified thing for me. I liked last year when they went to Slinger. I think I feel like the little tiny bull rings, the quarter mile tracks. Like imagine SRX at like Citrus or Auburndale. Some action would happen there. <laughs> or four seventeen. I feel no, like I can't say the comment that's in my head. <laughs> I feel like if SRX came to New Smyrna, it would be no different than a super late model It'd be race. No different than the Pensacola race. It was boring. Yeah, nothing. Nothing would really happen. I mean, yeah, the players would be packed to see. Couple I'd, of I'd pay to washed see up it NASCAR Citrus, stars, mainly and IndyCar stars, because that's the only track I like to pay to get into. I, I would be better at Citrus than at New Smyrna. I mean, the speeds would be high, and like it'd be cool to see the cars are unique. The the atmosphere would be cool, but and me, a twelve just, car race at Citrus is fun to watch. Yeah, a lot better than twelve car. I mean, if you guys want twelve car races, and you know, my my big thing is, I wish people would sell out a weekly show that had a good like like why is like these races that have a ton of cars not selling out, but you'll go and pay good money to watch a 12-car race where nothing happens. My, my point is just support your local short track. The, but the names are they're, – they're washed-up stars. They're not even current stars, really. I mean, Tony Stewart's cool. It's like it, Take that back. It should Bobby be Levani. the superstar legend experience, you know what I mean, which is cool in its own put right. Them in, put them in ground I mean, hunters. It's cool to see Bill Elliott back in a car, but is he really adding to that field running ninth every week? No, not really. But anyway, that's how I feel about SRX. Yeah. We'll move to the next thing. There's a bringing that back. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we used to do that? That I like this podcast a lot better. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, I just wanted to see if I could still do it. There were two races at Thunder Road this weekend. And I got to tell you, I really enjoyed the last couple of weeks watching Thunder Road, talking to Bob Say. We'll be talking back and forth about Thunder Road. And last week or Sunday, I had Kenny watching. Uh, But Thunder Road raced Thursday and Sunday. And had great turnout. Over 90 cars both nights. I remember absolutely nothing because, like I told you earlier, I have the attention span of, like, a starfish. Well, you had a, you had a migraine Sunday. Yeah, I had a migraine Sunday. So and you were in bed. Thursday night, I just 
I had shit. Oh, oh, I was making the kids shirts for the shine. Yeah, you're making shirts. I just had shit to do. The kids were here. It was just kind of on background noise for you. But yeah, um, they ran two races and, and uh, another great super uh, super late model, another great late model race on Thursday, where Montpelier's Cody Blake, the son of uh, Burger Blake. Took the that's win. the one you said yeah. you should call Slider, should Slider and Aaron was like, ah, he doesn't like the that. The announcer was like, yeah, he didn't go for that. So we'll just keep calling him Cody. So Cody wins Thursday and he's from Montpelier and he didn't show up on Sunday. I don't know if he just couldn't make it or not, but his car, he had a Even rocket ship the governor was there. He has no pretty no good excuse. excuse. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, Cody Blake won. Marcel Gravel was second again. Stephen Donahue continues his great season. He finished third. Chris Pelkey was fourth. Kyle Pembroke, your top five out of the 20 late models that started for a regular 50-lap shootout. The Tigers. Eric Chase sucks. No, Eric Chase I'm is fine. Kidding. Leave Eric Chase alone. For God's sakes, he sucks so bad he let Nick Sweet drive on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the Tigers... Did their 40-lap feature Jason Pelkey, the winner over Mike Martin, Robert Gordon, Mark Rich Martin. Lowry, and Tyler Austin, your top five there. Uh, 22 cars started that. Oh, Caden Fisher caught on fire that night and made it back oh, yeah. and almost won the other They're week. They're freaking safety crew. Like, usually they're right on it. This is what I do remember. His fire was near his rear end. <laughs> <laughs> Compose yourself. Okay, his fire was near the rear axle of the car. And, like, one of the safety guys was just like. What's going on down there? What do, I, what, do I, what do I do here? Like, he literally, like, pointed his fire extinguisher and was just like, So going, nah, going nah. back a couple of weeks ago, your, your comments were about safety crews in general, correct? Yeah. Sure. I'm, like, <laughs> trying so hard to not offend the new Smyrna safety crew. But, like. Everybody it, does stupid stuff. It but the, there, he's just like, do I just. Psh- it took this, him a while to one, get it out. And then another guy comes over and, like, turns the fire. I would have grabbed this. I, I don't know. Maybe you have to use a different kind of fire extinguisher. I know there are different ones for, like, kitchen fires. I don't know. It was just comical to me. <laughs> Poor Well, Caden. luckily, Caden got I'm out. I'm glad his car okay. got that little. Is that Tropical Storm? That is Tropical Storm, yeah. He was a tropical depression See, and that's that why I feel like uh, <laughs> Cody Blake should be slider because you got Little Irish for Stephen Donahue. You got Micro Marcel Gravel. And I you've call got, him Marcel the Shell with shoes. Uh, sure. And then you've got the tropical storm because uh, Caden Fisher's dad was Jamie Fisher, who they called the hurricane. So and then there's like the postman, the yeah, mailman. Yeah, Patrick Tibbetts, the mailman, because he's literally a mailman, and he won the street stock feature. And then day. there's like uh, hepatitis. Or no, no, there's El Chapo. <laughs> there's um, there's there's. Uh, Tetanus. 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 Neil Foster. Yeah, they have great nicknames over there. I love it. Uh, Juan Paco. Paco I, Marshall. Three wheel. Oh, I don't know if you... Uh, so I, they did the, the kids' rides yes. on Thursday. Yes. And somebody posted on the fan page, like, are, uh, are we allowed to request the car? And Juan Paco was the car that people wanted to be in. I'm like... I need Peyton to go ride with DDD. Yes, El Chapo. El Chapo, which I like El Chapo. Me too. He's going to win a race soon. Uh, but Patrick Tivitz, the mailman, won the street stock feature. Last time I went to Thunder Road, I snuck into the pits afterwards. Why am I? Wait, you, well, have, no. you can't just go into the pits? No, after? afterwards they do open the pits. Okay. So, so why'd you say you snuck? I just you fucking walked in. Yeah, I just walked in. I don't know why I said <laughs> I snuck in. Um, and I talked to Patrick Tibbetts for a long time, and it's good to see that he's, he's back racing. So he did pick up the win over Juan Paco Marshall. Trevor Jakes was third. I guess he's going to the service, so he's not racing anymore. We won't get to see him in a couple weeks. Oh, that's right. Um, he's going. Yep. Jimmy Dopp was fourth. Kyler Davis, your top five. Uh, Road Warriors, Nate Bryan, old Tater, 
one at the Road Warrior. They got some nicknames, man. I love it. So, um, the smallest car count for Thunder Road on Thursday was 15 for the Road Warriors, and those guys raced for free. Um, and they also ran Sunday. So let me pull up those results. That was their holiday spectacular, and a pretty cool moment happened in the Tiger feature. So I guess we'll start there. Um, the announcer, of course, Aaron Maynard, and then uh, his brother, Adam, has been racing Tigers on and off for, well, for about the turn of the the, the century. Um, let's see. He's been racing since 1999, and he picked up his first career victory, and it was just cool it's like 23 years. Yeah, it's a long time. I can't math. That long, might be like 25 20, years. It's 22. Because um, we're in 2022 and 23, whatever. It's It's been a lot. It's been over 20 years. And uh, it's just cool because as, as the announcer, even if it's family or someone that you're friends with, you have to be impartial. But Aaron was able to get his brother up in the victory lane, give him a big old hug, interviewed him, did his interviews, and then went and took pictures and didn't have to feel bad about it. Because Chris Mashad, the track owner, was down there. He was smiling and he was happy because sometimes it's just okay to be happy for somebody. Well, it's like, see, and I, I, I had gone to bed at that point. Yeah. Because I was just tired doing mom things all day. Oh, I was at the science center all day. I was tired. No, but th- this is Sunday when you weren't oh, feeling that, well. Oh, that's right. Okay. You're right. Sorry. Um, you had told me, which I had seen it on Facebook, that Adam won. Adam? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you told me that he won, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's the guy whose brother is the announcer. And you're like, yeah, you got to go down. You were telling me about Chris Bashad being Bashad. Yeah. Well, and it ha- helped that it was at the end of the night too. Being so. down there, and you know, for me, you apologize when you're in. You're like, I hope people don't see that I'm in this person's picture and think that I'm playing favorites. And it could literally be like Brad Blanton or Tony Bromley, who are like family to us. Yeah. Not. Th- Brad, yes. Tony, they, they're just a bunch of freaking weirdos that like you and name their kid after our kid. I don't know. Right, right, right. <laughs> Peyton. But, like, you always apologize or you're, like, you're hesitant to be in pictures because you feel like you'll be, like... I don't want anybody to think it's favoritism because it's see, not favoritism. Me, it's just, you know... Other track employees go down and they're in victory lane pictures. Hell, my mom was in... Anytime yeah. Jason Boyd won... My mom was down there in her official shirt. Like, that doesn't mean she's his, like, he's her favorite. You just, you have people that you like. Look, there are people that I, I'm more friends with versus, uh, there, there's people that I'm acquaintances with and friends with, uh, but it doesn't mean I play favorites or root for them versus anybody else. But if they win and it's somebody that we're closer with, then sometimes we do get a picture. And a lot of times it's because I'm holding my daughter and it's cute. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, th- this was a family thing. So it's great to see that he's able to celebrate. I mean, Racing for 20 years, and you finally get your first win. That's that's pretty special. And uh, Adam started on the pole, led the whole thing, so it wasn't like he fluked into a – the race was like side-by-side side for the win the whole time. It was a great race. Great race. Hey, Brandon Monroe, it didn't take you 20 years. No. At this rate, it'll take CJ 20 years. Yeah, CJ will be – he'll be the next Aaron Menard. And I promise you, when CJ wins a race, I will go to the bar real quick and grab two Miller Lights, and we will Are share it. We'll do a, a, a cheers or whatever you – what do you call it? When they cling and they cling. Um, <laughs> shout out Ben Dutch. Um, but no, I will. I will live up to my, I will buy CJ that beer and we will share it in Victor Land. I won't drink the whole thing because I just I have a job to do. I'm going to shotgun a beer. But I will take Land. a sip and enjoy it. That's it. Me and, me and Sadie. Sadie, we're going to shotgun a beer. Do it. In Victor, we're going to Kyle Larson's wife. 
But uh, Adam Menard wins the his first ever Tiger feature over Cameron Allette. Colin Cornell, a career best third place run after winning three heats in a row. Michael Martin, Tanner Woodard, the top five there. In the late models, Chris Pelkey held off a charging Marcel Gravel, who finished second for the fourth, I believe, the fourth time in a row. He's going to win a race here soon, but uh, Chris Pelkey impressed me because when Marcel and Nick Sweet got up towards the front, I thought, first I thought Nick Sweet was going to win. Then Marcel passed him and just ran out of time to catch Chris Pelkey, who did a great job to hold off two very fast and two very good race car drivers. I thought all three of them were going to wreck, and Scott Dragon was going to Oh, you know, yeah, Scott finished fourth, and then Stephen Donahue continues a good year in fifth. So um, an absolutely spectacular late model race. Definitely go back if you have Flow Racing and watch the Thunder Road program. They had uh, 20 cars show up for this Sunday night race for the late models. One did not start. Uh, they were missing um, Cody Blake, as we mentioned. Scott Coburn wasn't able to make it back on his sponsor's night because of a crash on Thursday. Uh, and a couple other guys haven't been able to make it back. But still a good turnout. When you get 20 late models for a regular show, you're doing good. Um, in the street stock division, oh, by the way, they started 24 Tigers. So that's pretty good. Um, Jamie Davis took the win in the street stock feature because apparent feature winner, uh, Kyle Gravel, was disqualified. They started 31 street stocks. Holy cow. to Marcel. He is Marcel's brother. Um, but yeah, they started 31 street stocks and the race went clean and green. Uh, maybe a, a random spin here and there, but, uh, that's not clean and green then. No yellow, no yellows came out. Oh, that's right. Cause they got in the infield. Sometimes. Yeah. A couple of guys got in the infield and they just kept going. They kept running. Do they um, run go-karts on that track in the infield? They do. Oh. Yeah. It's like a go-kart track. Uh, but Jamie Davis picks up the win. Remember that was the car that hit roof first on the wall a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and yes. he was back. The guy that decided he wanted to, uh, to pancake his car. And uh, he, he was back out the win. Tyler Whittemore second. Cameron Powers, a rookie driver, finished third. Oh, Wiener Hennequin. There's another great nickname for you. He was fourth, and Kyler Davis was fifth. Kenny texts me and goes, do they call it, do I keep hearing a Wiener? I'm like, yeah, the guy's name is Wiener Hennequin. He goes, why? And I'm like, why do you think? The guy's a dickhead. So Wait, is that really why? Oh, yeah. Also, the only other thing that, like, Aaron. And I mean that in a good way. He's just a grump. Aaron is the announcer, right? Yes. People need to stop giving their damn kids the same initials or same <laughs> AM, AM. Could have went. They could have had AM and PM. Anyways, Aaron, th- some of the names he says, I don't like the way. Like, he says Oulette. Well, that's his name. No, Cameron not Oulette. He says it. Mac Matten. No, he says Oulette funny. Oulette. It's, it's Oulette. Let the dogs out. He says Oulette. It Oulette. It's Oulette. Oh. oh. Who let the dogs out? Um, oh, yeah, and they ran the Road Warriors. And this race, man, that poor, um, oh, who was it? Uh, it was, uh, I think it was Sayers. Yeah, Ryan Sayers in the 94 was leading on the last lap and caught their little race to read car, the car that they raffle off each week to a random driver that's always in the way, that weird-ass looking thing. Um, the he, Kurt Hatton. Of the, yeah, uh, the he, car- he blocked the leader on the last lap in the Barbie Mobile for Frank Putney. You won the race over Fred Flurry. I love the Barbie Mobile. Yeah, the thing they had the Barbie oh. Mobile and the Mystery Machine. And the Mystery was out Machine. That. Yeah, yep. you told me about that because yep. I had gone to bed. So they had both those cars out there. Uh, they have fun with this Road Warrior division. That's what it's all about. The cars are painted up weird. It's a bunch of crazy ass people that don't know what they're doing. Uh, Kenny's like, these guys can't drive, and I'm like, they're not supposed to know yeah, how to you? drive. It's literally for entertainment. And uh, pretty crappy deal for Ryan Sayers to not get the win, but uh, Frank Putney, the Barbie Machine, wins his second race of the year. And they started 18 cars, so good little uh, good little turnout. This was the wildest race of the night. It's It's been a pretty clean season. Only a couple, one flip, Jamie Davis, and only a couple of big wrecks. So they've done a good job to keep these cars running. 
hopefully they keep that momentum going because we will be there not this Thursday but next for the Governor's Cup to see Brad Keselowski ra- uh, race. Rack. Race. Rack. Race. Rack. We'll see Brad Keselowski. Rack. Margo wants to see him rack. Rack. I will see, and if after the race is like if we're able to go in the pits, I will try to get his autograph so I can burn it. You know why Nick Sweet was racing this week? I'm just kidding. I, I do. You have, to remi- you have to remind me to pack Dawson's checkered flag. Oh, yeah, that thing, be nice. The only Vermont driver that is, oh, no. I think I'm going to have to get him a new one. The only Vermont driver to sign that checkered flag Todd is Todd Stone. Yep. Well, yeah, I think we'll, I'm going to have yeah. to get him a new one. We'll be up there for Governor's Cup in a couple of weeks. You we'll see how that goes. Road Warriors that night. No, they've got, well, it's a long night. Late models, Tigers, and Street Stocks. It'll be a full night with qualifying and all that. Um, uh, oh, I, I'm pretty sure Nick Sweet was there testing out his car because I think Brad Keselowski will be in that 40 car. Oh, but but the thing your dad posted had like his, an, a late, it had a picture of a late model on it, I thought. No, that was his cup car. Oh, well. I mean, I could be wrong on that. I'm just, I'm guessing. Because normally they have somebody prepare a car that the, for the driver. uh, When Bubba Pollard went up, did he run a Nick Sweet car? I believe so. Normally it comes from the Mad Dog stables. That's uh, Nick Nick Sweet and Eric Chaser, a team. Uh, Nick actually works on Eric's car. And when Nick drives, it's fast. When Eric does, leave Eric alone. Just leave Eric alone. Eric's a nice guy. I was just. I know, I know, because the, the, the person page. on the fan page. I know, and Dave Moody chimes. I love it when Dave Moody chimes in on that page. Um, um, but no, two two good did nights Priest of racing. Did run a sweet car? Did he run his own car up there? I'm pretty sure he ran a, a prepared car. I need I, him I to come back. Now. Clint Boyer went up there. He ran a Mad Dog car. It's usually Mad Dog, uh, the Eric Chase team. So I, I could be completely wrong on that. So don't hold me to that. I'm just speculating. But... Uh, based on past experiences, that's what I think. So two good nights of racing there at Thunder Road. Um, they they do a great job. And then they did fireworks, which I didn't watch because, well. They all look the same, I, except you, Disney fireworks. Disney's nothing. Don't need to watch theirs. fireworks on TV. I can barely watch them live anymore. So anyway, um, anything else that we, we missed here before we take a break? Anything else anyone get out there? The stupidity. Here's my Richard Cranium Award. I actually have two. Okay, go We'll for get it. to the last one later. It'll be the last thing. Richard Cranium Award goes to every late model driver at South Boston Speedway. Oh, my God. I, have you ever seen a parking like that? Parking lot like that on a racetrack? A couple of no, times. but, like, I've been to a few concerts that I've seen parking lots like that. That was like a mosh pit for race cars. Yeah. Where well, were just Like, I realize... Some of them, like, you literally couldn't do anything. You're going too fast. There's no room to avoid. That track is teeny tiny. It's narrow. It, it really gets narrow going tiny. to the corners. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been there, like, I've been to the track. I've never actually seen a race there, but I've been there when we went to Virginia years ago. It is a tiny track. But how? You got well, 42 then- cars and seven finished. Yeah, and, and two and, of them and were the, the top two were wrecked across the line. Who won that? Corey Heim? Corey Heim. Yeah. But then he has still when got like Peyton Sellers finishing like third or fourth with his entire rear clip missing. Not literally the entire rear clip, See, but the body. Here's the thing we talk about car count a lot. 42 cars. Yeah, that looks great on paper, but then you end up with that. If they had had 20 cars, it probably would have been a better race. I don't know. You can, car counters and everything just has Sunshine State racing, but uh, <laughs> they put out a big article on that the other day because they're they're sick of the how many cars you got, how many cars you got, uh, which is the only question people want to ask anymore. That's but. just I want to go back and watch that race, but apparently I didn't 
they just wrecked. Well, you, you saw everything you needed to see that on, was the, on, like on the Twitter. 50. Yeah, that's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, that was a that was a wild one. That's oh, like and, and Caraway like, with the modifieds was was wild and crazy too. See, I went to bed during that one. Yeah, I couldn't even finish wrong. the whole thing. I think Joey Coulter. But won when that. I see that like Joey Coulter won it after like wrecking, and then Polly Hartwig fucking the third or twelfth <laughs> or whatever finished seventh, I'm just like, oh, cool. Y'all well, all wrecked. A lot of wrecks this week, but a lot of a lot of great racing from around the country as well on this Independence Day weekend. We're gonna take a quick commercial break and then. When we come back, we're going to tell some stories, and you'll want to stick around to the end to hear my insane story. And maybe Margot will tell one, too. She's got a couple. She's I've been around the racetrack lot, for though. a few years. So stay tuned for that. All that is coming back on the other side. I'd like to take a moment and thank all of our sponsors here on the Race with Ryan podcast. A growing list of sponsors here as we've had some new people come on board. But a huge thank you to our anchor sponsor here, American Auto in New Smyrna Beach. Again, that's American Auto. You can give them a call, 386-428-1941, located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach. And again, I can tell you from experience, anytime I've dealt with American Auto, the service has been top-notch. They take great care of you. And of course, any issues that you have, whether it be tire-related, service-related, they will be able to take care of you. So again, big thank you to uh, EJ Wilcoxon and everybody over at American Auto, not only for sponsoring the show, but for taking good care of our vehicle so we can make it to our vacation here in a couple of weeks. We'd also like to thank our good buddy Ron D'Alessandro at 124 Welding and Fabrication for being a huge supporter of this show, not only a sponsor, but someone that shares every episode and uh, helps get our name out there. Uh, Ron, we thank you very, very much. And guys, make sure you check out 124 Welding and Fab on Etsy so you can buy some of his great items that he has up for sale. Great metalworking, makes great decorations, and all of that for your house, for your den, for your garage, for your wife, for any gifts that you may need. I mean, hey, get on top of Christmas. Christmas in July, maybe. Um, reach out to Ron, 124 Welding and Fab, and get something made. And of course, if you need welding and fab work done, too, speak to him, and he will take care of you. We also thank Never Give Up and Andy Morrison for being a big supporter of this show. Uh, they do car park pickup, so if you need anything picked up, get with Andy, and uh, he will take care of you there. We also thank Jeff White Racing for coming aboard. Uh, they are the sponsor of the Pro Truck segment, which we hadn't had in a while. We'll get the Pro Trucks back on track here in a bit. A big thank you to Jeff White Racing. Check out the number 41 Pro Truck and EMOD at the New Smyrna Speedway. 70 Motorsports, one of our newer sponsors here on the podcast. Congratulations to Chris 70 with a career-best third-place finish this past weekend in the Bomberay Division at New Smyrna. Uh, we appreciate his support, and we look forward to seeing what he can do the rest of the season, perhaps a sneaky contender going forward. Doug Samian in Samian Motorsports has come on board as a supporter of the Racing with Ryan podcast. And we thank him for not only buying some of the merch, but uh, providing a little bit of sponsorship money to the show as a supporter as well. And our brand new sponsor slash supporter of the Racing with Ryan podcast is Bromley Motorsports, the 77 Bomber A for Daniel Bromley and the 6 Bomber B for Tony Bromley. Uh, that team has come on board to sponsor the next couple episodes, and we appreciate that. We appreciate the support. We appreciate everyone that has come aboard to support this little show. So again, thank you so, so much for your support. And now, back to the show. 
All right, welcome back. And as we stated earlier, posted this uh, question on my Facebook about what's the craziest thing that's happened to you at a racetrack. And some of these are like personal stories. Some of these are race wins. Uh, but we're going to go through some of the best ones here. And uh, we're going to start with everybody's favorite lunatic, Mark Kemick. Uh, and I mean that with all due respect. Um, and and his, his is interesting because he sends me a message because uh, I told some people that, that they could PM if they didn't want to share it out in public. But um, Mark Kemick says, almost beat Jason Lester with a jack handle. So I said, <laughs> same. I said, elaborate. He says, Danny Anderson and him are racing at showtime in trucks. Jason tries wrecking Danny and wrecks himself instead. Brings like 20 people down to our pit. And I told him if he touched Danny in the truck, I would kill him. And I, so I said, well, that's certainly something. And he goes, yep, don't wreck my cars. And here's the thing. If Mark Kemick is involved, I, I'm not going to mess with Mark. I feel like he's he would be the kind to beat you with a jack handle. Because he's... I don't know if he plays a character or something, but he seems <laughs> mentally unstable. And I'm, I can't ever tell because I don't feel like I exist on the same planet as Mark Kemick. And I mean this with you know all due respect. You know what you need to do? And I wish you could do it. Uh, he sponsored the Ground Pounders one night. Yeah. So I went in the grandstands and did, like, my civic Ground Pounder secretary duty yeah, and yeah. went and had a beer with him. That's See, the only way to understand that, man. I don't have a problem, but sometimes I just have to tell him, like, shut the hell up. Like, he was messaging me some other stuff last week, and I'm just like... Please tell me more about stuff I already know. You don't have He's to tell me this. He's so annoying. He's a damn goober, and I I feel like he just wants to play. I feel like he is a living cartoon character who's in the racing world. Like but he also, could make a TV show. You gotta about love him. him. He gave us a bunch of stuff for Dawson's quarter midget. Oh no, like, I, I still I, got more of it. I like, say this stuff because I'm just. I'm telling you the kind of person that Mark is. He is good at heart, but man, he's he's a bit out there. Like he is the trailer park boys of the racing community. That's how I can sum up Mark Kemick. So I'm glad he shared his story about yeah. almost. I'm glad he didn't murder Jason because we did, then we wouldn't have seen Jason murder a toolbox. The Argyle. <laughs> the Argyle. Oh, God. Um, let's see. Tyler Sontag, who's I, he sent me the, these stories, and it just shows how long uh, he has been around. Um, he had some some stories here, and I got I got to find this stuff here. Um, One of his was a safety vehicle, a rescue vehicle, hitting the race winner. Oh, yes. He, see, he posted his stories on the, on my actual post, which I'll read in a minute. But he sent me some pictures, which I'm actually going to use in the uh, the thumbnail for this article. Like, he's got a guy on fire. He's got guys hitting the wall. Tyler has seen some stuff. Let me see. Here. Um, this picture right here is rather harrowing. We'll, re oh, yeah. we'll read his stories in a minute here. Oh, yeah. I just I don't want to forget the ones on my messenger, so I'm starting there. No, I was trying to... He doesn't have the picture of the, the late model being hit at the, the race winner late model being hit by the safety vehicle. And I swear oh, well, it was we, Daniel Webster. We had that with, uh, um, we had that with, with Dom and Beckner. Um, Stephen Reddick sent me this here. Uh, it says, there's a race at Orlando Speed World. Jeff Moyer won it after dueling with Buford Klontz and Klontz had gone into the pits. And while Moyer was getting his winning photos taken by Jim Jones, Klontz came back out of the pits and ran into Moyer. Moyer's car on the front stretch, and Moyer got into his car, and they had a little demolition derby in the infield. And when they went to drive in the pits, there was a gang of people there, and there was a big fight, and Donnie Lewis got into it with someone, and you see him and a guy rolling down the track. Donnie was, spotting a black, or was sporting a black eye for a few weeks after. So 
Uh, I'm sure there was there's plenty of after the checkered flag shenanigans at Orlando, especially with the pits being in the back like that. Oh yeah, there was probably some stuff that went down. I have never once been a part of those after the checkered no, flag no. shenanigans. You know, I think I feel like you need to tell your story about the time you got suspended. Maybe that's the one she'll tell. No, I won't. Um, okay, I think that's all. No, I have another one here in my messenger from Justin Otterholt, who runs the spectator races in that, um, that the orange S10. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he sent this in. I was racing the spectator match races in Minnesota with my 1994 Camaro Z28 in 2009. I was leading in the finals and lost all breaks going into turn three and eventually hit the wall in turn four uh, with, with the right front corner. My right front wheel came off, and it bounced slash rolled down the front stretch. It crossed the finish line before my opponent by three car lengths, and then I drove the car across the finish line on three wheels. They were actually debating on whether or not to credit me with the win since part of my car reached the finish line first, but ultimately I took second place. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. There, there are some really cool moments in spectator racing. That's why it's it's so popular, and it's really taken off. I mean, we, we're doing it like once a month now. I know Freedom Factory or Joke Factory's got a big spectator race coming up. Uh, in a couple of months. Um, so those are some of the submissions that I had on my messenger. Now, of course, I had this pulled up and it reset. So let me get to my original post. I want to read some of these. Uh, some of you may have read them on my Facebook page, but I'm going to read some more of these uh, stories here. Kenny Roth, one of our main listeners here, says, when he was a little kid, I would go to Sharp's Mud Bogs with my mom. And one day, a drag truck lost control and was headed towards me. But some hero dude scooped me up in the nick of time. As the truck smashed into the wire and poles, I'd be crushed if it wasn't for that dude. My mom still talks about it to this day. And that's just, again, that shows why you never take your eyes off any moving vehicles and you never know who's going to be around to save. And that's why I talked earlier at the beginning of the show when I was talking about all that stuff, how, like, it is a racing family. Everybody's always looking out for one, one another one way or another. So glad Kenny was, uh, glad Kenny was all right. Uh, so, uh, uh, Tristam Himmeli says, I still say the victory circle burnout by Earl Backner. who got T-boned by Mike Dom was crazy. Um, that, that was a night I will, I will never forget. Uh, I just love how everybody then got on Facebook and was blaming the racetrack for that. Like blame Mike Dom for that. It's because people are stupid. I know people are stupid. Uh, Tyler Sontag. Here we go. I knew he had some stories. Here's one of them. Um, I had the cops called on me once after I hit the preacher's wife's car with my golf cart. I saw a race winner get T-boned by a rescue truck. I almost got yeeted by a demolition derby car, which I was there for. That happened at Citrus a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had a fight or flight moment taking photos of a pro truck. Uh, it was actually uh, Ross Chastain's brother who was coming at him. Um, and he was 50 feet away from two buses hitting in the X in a figure eight race. And, you know, Tyler's been around for a long time. And he has certainly, as I commented to him, you've certainly seen some things. Tyler says, yes, I've seen a lot. Uh, Judson O'Neill, one of the young uh, people who's actually been on the show before. Uh, one time I was in Daytona, and these two kids that interviewed the drivers there got banned by NASCAR. So Judson is, uh, yeah, he learned a, a lesson. Don't abuse your your hard card privileges when you're in NASCAR. Make sure you do the media thing the right way. So, hey, if you're aspiring to be in the media, you'll learn the hard way sometimes. Uh, but Judson will bounce back from that. Uh, Kale Ford says, probably getting our first pro lane model win with Nicholas Nago at the World Series. God, what was that 2020, I believe? Um, I had some, it, I have had some insane nights, where there, but there's no better feeling than a W. Matt Moquin, drag racing story for us. Um, 
I was shoveling the the final bits of loose glass at a drag strip during a private test day, and I was at the scoreboards. Track was damn near spotless. I had my radio on my shoulder and my AirPods in listening to some music because he was cleaning up. Next thing you know, all I hear were two steps and turbos when I looked up to see this bad boy, and he sent me a picture of the car. Um, a 250-mile-an-hour-plus pro-modified getting stage ready to go, and he says, I doubt I've ever moved quicker. It made me shit a brick. So he almost got run over by a drag car uh, while trying to clean the racetrack. Um, it says about a 5.3-second lap. So he would have been uh, he, he would have been mush. Joel Tippins, J- that's uh, JT Tippins. He says, <laughs> I died. I mean, yeah, I was there for that one too. JT was was in the car. Caution comes out. All of a sudden, there's we noticed there's a car down on the inside, and we'd stop the race. And Austin was announcing with me that night, and JT literally had a medical episode in the car, and clinically died before he was brought back by the rescuers that night. So JT had that is a story, um, you know, could have been a lot worse. We're, I'm so glad JT's still with us, and uh, glad he still makes it out to the racetrack. Margot says me or you, <laughs> like the craziest yep. thing that's ever happened to her, but she's got some good stories. Maybe maybe she'll tell one. Um, William Hyman says winning a $10,000 enduro at Citrus County Speedway at only 50 laps to go. I was seven laps down because of a pit stop for a flat tire. Um, let's see. Notably, we're doing 18.3 second laps at the end of the race. I had made up seven laps along with putting second place, two laps down for a huge payday. I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's like, that's like the Bill Elliott of enduros on lapping yourself that many times like Elliott did at uh, Talladega. (laughs) By himself, so William, William's a great little racer. Uh, Chuck Rush says that one time my steering wheel came off in a turn one and two, and that's just one of the many issues that tr- Chuck has had with his experience with Baby Yoda and the canine. Austin says, almost fell through the bleachers at Bronson one night. Why is he, like, I thought you were the clumsiest person in racing. He is, like, clumsy times ten. <laughs> his defense was like, I didn't know the board was going to break. I stepped down, and then I was standing on the ice cream booth. Have you ever been to Bronson? No. You're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. You didn't have to worry about those sketchy bleachers. I love that. No there's no bleachers, like, sir. There's like a roller coaster in turn three there, or there was when we used to take the... That's oh, what I heard. Oh, I remember. I know my crazy story. I'm going to tell. Okay. Okay, good. So we'll save that one. Um, I, I remember the, remember when Orlando had the dirt track just out in the field there? Do you remember when they did that for yes. a while? And they had, they had the sketchiest bleachers that actually collapsed one night when I was there. I was in the pits and I didn't see it happen, but those, those bleachers collapsed. So there's, there's been some sketchy bleacher things. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> sketchy bleacher creatures. Oh, call them th- those two. There. Uh, Steven, our buddy Steven says, William Byron <laughs> thought I had a wife. And Marco comments, Even worse. William Byron thought I was his <laughs> wife. And then he got to talk to your actual wife and Victor. I, I mean, me and Victor Lane. <laughs> Just joking around. I think that was the same night that I was down there taking pictures of Stuart Friesen with Austin. Yes. Somehow nobody thought me and Austin were married. But Dude, you had two wives that night. And none of them were and Stephen. Baby. And baby. <laughs> Weird. Um, <laughs> Bob Says says, I guess it has to be me sliding on my lid down the front straightaway into turn one. So Bob hasn't been racing that long, but that's definitely a uh, an experience you won't forget. And the poor 72 car has now been crushed. So that's definitely sad. Uh, Jay Bird, um, the driver of the number seven pure stock, um, wasn't on track, but when we were drag racing, we basically got into a gunfight in Jacksonville over a $10,000 pot. Losers didn't want to pay up, so the alternative was we were going to go ahead and fight. 
All of a sudden, someone on a Harley then rode in with him, emptied a mag into the ground. Then it was basically at that point, uh, then it was basically done at that point, um, and uh, shit got wild for sure. So, drag man, see our stock that car racing family like some. That sounds like some sketchy drag racing. No, stuff. that sounds like a late model at driver versus late model driver that I remember. That the only reason I know about that was my mom got a phone call from I will not name either party. Okay. Yeah, there was a fight. That carried out on a 415. Oh, Jesus. And then they got into their cars and drove away. And I want to say, sh- I was like 10 at the time. And I want to say shots were fired and somebody's t- tra- trailer tire was blown out. Let's uh, not do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then let's, there was, there, there's that. another group of people that have like slashed trailer tire. Performance. Yeah, I've heard all about that mm-hmm. too. I was, I saw one of those races. Uh, this one's kind of long, but this comes from Ronald Enfinger. Um, he says, uh, last race of the ASA series at Punta Gorda, 417 Speedway now. Practice night, all normal. Austin Kirkpatrick, whom I worked for, running good. Crew Chief Dave Pletcher and I, along with the rest of the crew, having a few beers at Pletcher's RV. It was about 11 o'clock. Kirkpatrick decides it's bedtime. ASA days were long, started at 8 in the morning. Um, so I went, I, so I went also. But after laying on the cot in the back of the trailer, couldn't sleep. Went back to Pletcher's RV and drank beer with Dave till 2.30 in the morning before going back to bed. Very important beer drinking saved me. Saturday morning, Ken could not wake me up later to find out we had carbon monoxide poisoning from the generator on Dustin Dunn's trailer (laughs) coming up through the floor of our trailer. 911 was called, and I was later told that 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 I could have been taken out of the trailer on a stretcher and I woke up looking at the clock that said 5.30. My mom and dad were standing there. I knew it was bad as I live in Georgia. Also, my lady was there. It was Sunday morning at this point. Uh, missed the race. My brother came in, filled me in as a spotter. Went home later that night and spent a month or so working the poison out of my system. Then at Speed Weeks, a few months later, had a team from Canada ask if that was the Sonny's barbecue car that the crewman got the carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> and how did it come out? And he was talking to me, so I had to tell him I was okay. And spoke of the drivers meeting. Everyone to get their detectors and their trailer checked. <laughs> was Patrick LaPearl that asked him if he... Was it Patrick LaPearl? That's wonderful. Uh, that's a hell of a story, man. <laughs> the picture of Patrick LaPearl that I have that signed from my mom is from that year. Oh, my God. See, that's got to be scary, man, to fall asleep and wake up a day later. Hell no. That's. And, uh, do you know Dave Pletcher? Yeah, well, I know of him. <laughs> he's like the boom hour. Oh, is he? Okay. I can only understand that man if he's drunk. Well, he does a lot of drinking at 2.30 in the morning, apparently. He does lives. a lot of drinking. <laughs> End of story. So this is the, the last listener uh, submitted one. Uh, Paul Sloth, the driver of the two super stock and now he's, he's doing quarter midget stuff now uh paul's always around uh, at the, the little track now in the 80s at jacksonville raceway i rolled the car and turned to real easy roll on the roof uh dropped my head dropped on my head when i let the belts loose crawled out heard the engine still running crawled back in and shut it off the safety crew got there and started pulling me out by my legs see i thought when i was reading this i thought he was gonna say i pulled a dale earnhardt flipped the car over and kept going but i guess he got dragged out of his own car by the safety crew because they didn't know that he had gotten out and was okay. All right. So those are the listener submitted ones. Did you want to, before I, I feel like, you know, not to upstage anyone, but my story is pretty epic. Um, 
do you have do you have one you want to share? I know you you have many. Um what's one of your wildest racetrack stories slash experiences? You. Well, everybody knows that. Look where we are now. That's it. We have another little terror running around. That is all. Nothing else to share. You don't want to. Sh- you don't want to sh- share the story about the time where your mom had to ban you from the track for two weeks. Suspended me. I know. What happened? No, I don't want to talk about it. How okay. about we just don't? Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Wow. Nothing else. I've talked about it on here. You have. Got into a fight. <laughs> there you go. Margo got I ran into a fight. My mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you you ran your mouth and ran someone's mouth into your fist. Right? <laughs> no, that didn't happen. All right. So, he- um, my see, it, it's not a crazy night. It's just a crazy racetrack memory. Memory. Man, one of them are memories, man. And it's one that will always stick out when I see racetracks that are like no coolers, no al- no outside food or beverages in the pits. Okay. We went down to Desoto. Yeah. Yeah. Desoto. And uh, this was when shit. <laughs> oh my god, his son races modifieds. I can't think of his name right now. Florida modifieds. John Tapricone. Okay, yeah. Had the okay. track, and I could be wrong. Please forgive me. Mike, no, that sounds right. Mike Smith will tell me if I'm wrong. They had a really strict no outside foods or beverages. I remember distinctly, and I want to say it was J.R. Garcia, they checked trailers. I remember them dumping somebody's cooler filled with just water, like sandwiches, ice, maybe some beer. Just like basic survival needs in the summertime. Day. D- dumping it in the garbage. Wow. That, I remember that. That's it. And I'm fairly certain that was the same night that it was either Chad Akins or Casey Cottle flew me off the back of a four-wheeler into a tree. That's a hell. That's like two big stories <laughs> yeah. in one night. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good way to to not have people come back to your racetrack. Just just let people enjoy themselves, man. I want to. Like, I, I I'm almost one hundred percent positive that it was Desoto. It wasn't Bronson because Bronson's always been one of my favorite tracks because uh, of the 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 Wheeze? roller coaster. Yeah. Um. The one Tyler Sontag was talking about with the the safety vehicle. That was not Daniel Webster. My Daniel Webster in Showtime memory is when he and Stephen Nassie got... It's like 2014. They, they got into a fight. They were racing each other hard. Those two, they no way. They each other out. Daniel went after Stephen. Stephen went after Daniel. It was just a cluster function. Sounds like it. We, we get those from time to time. I also remember Daniel Webster flipping into turn one at New Smyrna. Did he really? Yep. Late model? Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, Oh God! It I don't was, think it I've ever seen. It no, was. I think it was the three car. Um, Anthony Sergi. Well, he into he took the fence down. Yeah, he got up on his side and rode the fence down. Yeah, yeah he would have flipped, but the fence like saved him from going yeah, all the way over. Yeah, he was like caught in yes, the fence. He was. Yeah, he started to flip on his roof and turn one, and the fence grabbed him, and he was like teetering. Oh, what? What they do that night? Did they have to cancel the rest of the races? I, do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, Cynthia Straley and Mike Pletka racing really hard into turn one for last place because that's where Cynthia ran. I love you, Cynthia. <laughs> uh, that's the truth. She came down on him. He kind of like, whoop, uh, doored her. She went into, I don't know if it was Mike Pletka. I know they were racing. I don't know who the contact was made with. She went into the fence on turn one and two and just nosedove. 
and oh my landed, God. landed like vertically into the in the fence. So lawn darted. Like her nose was down on the asphalt of the racetrack and her roof was facing the fence. Oh God. I have a picture of it somewhere and I cannot find it and that, it really bothers me. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah, you you've seen some wild crashes. In your I, days. I want to say it was Sean Bass that I saw take out the back fence at New, at New Smyrna. You know, the one walking down the back stretch. There's no fence going into three. Yeah. He took that down. I huh? think it was Sean Bass. Wasn't a sportsman? I don't remember. Or, uh, he, he used to do late models. Probably a late model. And then LB Ska- Skaggs. Modified. Stags? Modified. Yeah. Chasing Barbara Pierce through the infield of New Smyrna oh, in no, the base truck. Uh-uh, you don't chase Barbara. And Brian Gaten and I were literally just talking about it. I want to say it was Skaggs, but that there's some of the craziest ones I've seen. And I remember you. just yeah, I'm 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 your I'm your biggest one. Um I, I remember this year that tire coming off Gustine's car and hitting the top of the pole of the brand new fence they just put in. Oh yes. And it's saving like everybody's ass over there. And yes. we we got all of our thousands of dollars worth in just what and that so fence many saved. people shared my picture of the flow racing broadcast where I was like, You picked a bad time to leave me loose wheel. <laughs> yes. I mean that was that was crazy. The the pro late model races at um, Speed Weeks were crazy. The Nick Noggle when he got wrecked on the back stretch. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was bad. crazy. That was, and they rebuilt covered that, that on the, car. the race uh, rewind we just did. That happened in that crazy Skinner and Nolan feud race. Yeah, they rebuilt that car in like a night. Yeah. Not sure how because the crew chief was up getting drunk with us. Yeah, the, the crew spotter. chief. Yeah, he, the to- he just tells them what to do and he do- they do it. Uh, yeah, there's been some wild stuff. And I'm sure there's there's many more stories that didn't get shared here. But I appreciate everybody, everybody that did share. And, and again, uh, Tyler, I'm going to use the, those pictures that you sent. I'm going to use them as, as kind of the... The car in the trees at Devil Bo- Devil's Bowl. Oh, yeah. That happened. Yeah. Uh, I remember at uh, Thunder Road when uh, Tracy Bellrose flipped off turns three and four and landed in the parking lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. You showed me that video. Uh, I've seen another car barrel, egg beater barrel roll off turn number one. It looked like, you know, it, like Ken Schrader at Talladega where he's kicking up all the dirt and you can't yeah. see anything. It looked like that. Um, I Juan mean, Pablo Montoya hit the uh, jet dryer. God, yeah. You you were there I for that there race, weren't you? For all- 48 hours a day. Yeah, God. Um, is it Kyle Larson who's engine? Oh, yeah. The, in, there in for the that Bush one? race and the, the 32 car, yeah. Also, Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, you were there for that. I was there for that. Luckily, I was there to see him win, which I think you were there too. We, hell, we were probably sitting next to each other. I didn't even know each other. <laughs> if you were sitting in turn two. <laughs> I was not. Sure. No, that's right. You guys did the super stretch. Yeah, we, yep. that's you, where you our saw, seats were. You saw Sterling Marlin pull on his fender. Yes, I yep. have the pictures yeah, of it. You do. Where, that's right. And, and then uh, Jeff Gordon's on the flatbed. I want to say Jeff Gordon's on the flatbed. I don't know. We no, have Gordon, Gordon was still going at that time. But I know the caption in that scrapbook is "You can't do that, <laughs> Sterling." Yeah, yeah. No, you've you've seen you've seen some really great moments. I, I'm you know I've seen my fair share, but I have I ain't never had anybody yeah. <laughs> attack me. Yeah. So I okay, mean, I, I, I got to tell the story because I've I've never told it on the podcast, and I, I told it to Ron uh, one night after the races, <laughs> and we were sitting around having a couple of beers, and I. I'm I'm pretty sure he's probably like, there's no way that this is true. Uh, and and some of you that have known me since my beginnings um, may may have crazy. heard the story or may have seen this story, or or may have known of the story as it happened. Um, so I started in 2016 during the regular season. Like I went to Speed Weeks as a fan and started working as the announcer a couple months later as the regular season started. Um, so it was 2017. It was my first Speed Weeks. And I was, at the time, dating this girl. And to say that things were rocky is putting it lightly. Like, I was... Mount Everest. 
I was already in the process of getting out of said relationship and looking to buy a house because I wanted to get out of the relationship. Um, she didn't like me being at the racetrack. Uh, God forbid I'd be away for a couple hours to go do my job and do something that I really loved. And we had met right around the time that I had gotten the job. Like the first three weeks of that season got rained out. So I actually didn't start doing the job until after we started dating. So she like didn't even fully understand that like this was a big deal to me. This was a huge step in my life. Um, and she didn't like it because it took time away from us, whatever. But I got to the point where like it was, she was way too clingy and this, the, the relationship was not healthy. Um, we were li living together at the time. But like, like I said, I was looking at getting a house. Like I, I was basically had done everything but signed the paperwork on, on the house. So I knew that I was getting out. My plan was after speed weeks to close on the house, pack up my shit and move into my house. So she did not like the fact that I had to go to speed weeks for nine days. She thought that was absurd and ridiculous. And it is. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's a hell of a week, but. Um, I was committed to doing it and I was doing it and I knew I was getting out of the relationship. So I didn't care. Uh, Heck this shit. I'm out. And so she's like, well, I'm going to Minnesota to see my family. I'm like, great. So, what a great, sorry. yeah. I'm like what a great compromise. You go do that and I'll go do my thing. Um, so she went away for a few days. I did the first couple nights of speed weeks. So then I, uh, picked her up at the airport when she got back and, you know, I went, went to, went to the last couple of days of speed weeks. And then the last night is always the Saturday before the Daytona 500. And um, she went again to go hang out with her sister. And she fell on a couple of drinks and called me. And obviously, like, it's it's not even start time yet. And she is wasted drunk. And she's telling me how I need to come home or I need to leave because she's not feeling well and she's out with her sister and, and this and that and doesn't want to be there anymore. And I said, look, it's the last night of Speed Weeks. I'm just about to start the show. I'm the only person here that can do what I have to do here. You're going to have to deal with it. And she's like, what do you mean I have to deal with it? I'm like, you got yourself into this situation. I'm working. You have to deal with it. Like, it ain't my fault you're being stupid. And she's like, Show big girl Brits own bitch. For real. And, but, and then she goes, oh, well, you said if anything ever bad happened to me, you'd come get me. I'm like, sorry, I'm going to call you out on your bullshit. Nothing's bad. You're just testing me. And you know what? I'm done. So right then and there, I said, I am done with this. I'll come. I'm like, just as soon as this is over, I'll come get my shit. And we're done. This is the most surprising thing for me because you're so not that kind of person. No, but I, I mean, like, like I said, like, I, was I know if I called you and I was in danger, you'd be like, hey, bye. Well, our relationship That's is. I can also fight my way out of anything. Well, so if I'm calling you, I really need help. Our relationship is also stronger than that to where I know you're not bullshitting me. I'm not a Minnesota Vikings fan. <laughs> God. Um, so yeah, I called her on her bullshit and you I knew it was bullshit. Flag, dude. You should have known better. Um, so anyways, I was like, okay, it's the last night of Speed Week, so I'm tired. I'm frustrated. I also know that, like, and it doesn't matter. Breaking up in, in a relationship, is it's it's stressful no matter what. But I was so done, and I, so I called my mom because my dogs were there. So I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, I just uh, called it off with her, and I don't want her to hurt my dogs. Not that I thought she would, but I didn't want to take the chance. And so my mom and, and my aunt go over there, and they get my dogs, and she's threatening my Gordy mom. Gordy wouldn't bite her? No, Gordy, no because her dog was a fucking terror. Um, this is the end of your days, sir. <laughs> so, 
my, my parents go get the dogs and she refuses to give them my stuff. And um, so we get through the first couple of races and she's texting me just going off and I'm trying to ignore it, but you can only ignore her so much when your phone is constantly going off. The power button on the side. Well, I was using race monitor. Oh, okay. So it's like going off, going off. And I'm trying to ignore it, but at the same time, you know, like, it's all in my head, like, oh, my God, okay, like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm getting the fuck out. Like, today, like, okay, I can't I can't even wait the extra week to close in the house. Like, I just got to go get my stuff and figure it out. And luckily, my mom was like, oh, you can come crash on the couch. What? Your mom? No. Yeah, no way, right? So, um, I was wait, just was like, yeah. Is this 2016 or 2017? This is 2017. Okay, so, it's February see, this 2017. was the one I was, I was not there. I was in the hospital with Dawson. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, So... Anyway, she's like, that's it. I'm tired of you. You, you, you know, and, and I did have a key to her. It was her dwelling that we were living in. And I had a key to her place. And she was like, I'm, I want my key. And I'm like, I'll give you the goddamn key back. Like when I'm done with what my, when I'm done with my job, I'll be to the house. I'll get my stuff. I'll give you your key and we'll be done with it. You know, just let me come. Trailers had keys. Yeah, uh, they do. Um, to the little screen door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The little hurricane door. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, anyway, she's like, no, I don't trust you. I'm coming to get my key. And I'm like, do not come here. Like, it's in the middle of speed weeks. Full house, relatively. Relatively speaking. It was 2017. Probably. Mark Chemical tell you it wasn't a sellout, which it wasn't. But it was a, it was the last night of speed weeks. So there was a good crowd that night. Um, and I'm like, do not come here. Like, I am working. Like, this is serious stuff. And... I didn't want my first speed weeks to be me dealing with her ass at the racetrack. Um, uh, so <laughs> we get two races in, and she's very adamant that she's coming. I'm like, great, she's fucking drunk. She's gonna. She she took an Uber from Coco. I want to go on the Uber app and see how much that costs. Oh, na- nowadays probably four times as much. She probably spent fifty bucks. So it's probably like two hundred dollars now. Um, yeah, probably right. Jay probably know. Fierra probably knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, it's an intermission, and she is very adamant that she is coming to get her her key to the house. So I can't go to the house. All I want to do is get my stuff. So, and I'm like, oh God, please don't show up. I'm like, please don't show up during a race. Like that would have been. Thank God. Okay, so it was at intermission, and it literally like we had just finished victory lane, and I went to turn music on in the tower, and we took our break. And the scorers had cleared out. Race control. The only person in the tower was Rusty Cruz, who was race directing that night. God rest his soul. Um, and all of a sudden, I look out, and here she comes. She Ubered to the racetrack, and she is coming up the stands to the tower. And I see her, so I'm like, oh, no, I'm not letting this get out of hand. And I'm not doing this in front of the crowd because there's a crowd of people. And, you know, with me being a guy and her being a girl, and she could say that, you know, she could say whatever she wanted to say, and I could get in big trouble. And I wasn't going to let that happen. I wasn't going to let her jeopardize what I was trying to do my first year as an announcer and in learning and growing. And I wasn't going to let her take that away from me because that's all she wanted. She wanted me to quit and not do it, and I wasn't going to let that happen. So, um. So she comes up. So I go behind the tower and she comes up and she goes around the back of the tower and she comes up and I'm like, why are you here? She's like, I want my key. And I'm like, you can have your key. When I'm done, I will come home and I will get my stuff and I will give you your key. I don't want your key. I don't want your trailer. And I already knew I was getting the house at the time. So I mean, not that it's much bigger, but um, 
Okay, it's th- this room was the size of her trailer. So. I was going to um, say, damn, my dogs aren't sleeping in a cage anymore. <laughs> also, because so, they're not dogs, one of them died. So, so the next thing she does is she sees that my keys are in my pocket. And remember, she's drunk. So she reaches in, she tries to reach in, and she's violent at this point. She's just very just... So, yeah, I don't know what that noise is, but she reaches into my pocket, and she literally broke my, like, started to stretch the fabric of my, my shorts that I was wearing and ruining them, basically. Um, so I had to reach in to try to grab her because on attached to her trailer key is my car keys, my work keys, um, my key to my storage locker. Basically, the keys that I needed for anything were also attached to the trailer key. And so she grabs the whole set of keys. So I grab her hand, like, stop. You're not going to, you're not taking all my stuff, like, I need my fucking car keys at least. Um, so she grabs one end of the key chain. I grab the other end of the key chain because I'm not letting go. And to get my hand off the keys, what does she do? She reaches down and... Be careful. She bite. She literally, re- like, went after my hand and bit. I mean, full on, like, taking a bite out of a chicken sandwich or a hamburger. He's still got the scar from it. Oh, yeah. she. I mean, she bit me hard, broke skin. Um, the like, Challenger key was broken. Yes. Like, the top of it. Yes. So she, so she bites me, and I, I eventually had to let go because she's, like, breaking skin, and, I mean, it was bad. Uh, I had to wrap my hand up the rest of the night. Um, and as she's wrestling with the keys... I open the tower door and I'm like, hey, call security. I got a crazy person up here. Like literally a crazy person. And Rusty was the only person up, Rusty Cruz was the only person up there. And he's like, what is going on? I'm like, I need security. Like I get this girl trying to steal my stuff. And he's like, what are you talking about? And by that time she had ripped the keys out of my hand. Basically the keychain ripped in half. Mm-hmm. And she got, um, she got my storage key and my car key and my keychains and everything else were on, on the side that I got. All I had was my storage key. And she's got her trailer key. So she's running down the grandstands. I mean, hauling ass running. So I calmly, because I don't want to alert any of the fans to what's going on. I Margo to just like stick her feet out. Right, if you were there, you would have tripped her in her face. I'm sorry, down. my kid was I know, in the I know, I know, I know. But she goes down the stairs. And so I calmly walk down the stairs. It's intermission. I got music going. So the, the, the atmosphere is full. You know, there's no dead air. And I do. We still had a few minutes because none of the scorers and nobody else had returned to the tower. So I knew we probably still had a couple minutes, and I needed to make sure I had my at least my car key back. I mean, I cut the lock off the storage uh, container if I needed to. So I, we, she, she's hauling ass, and I have to calmly walk because I'm not trying to draw any more attention to the situation because I still had a job to do. I still had a couple of races. I had a late model championship to settle, for Christ's sakes. Um, so I walk out into the parking lot, and this is how I knew she took an Uber because her Uber is waiting in the parking lot. What's up? An Uber these days? Yeah. From, let's just say, the Ron John Hotel? Sure. Yeah, to the yeah. track? $94. Yeah, so back then it was probably 50 Yeah. You know, 40 50 bucks. Unless she took an XL, which... That bitch God only knows. Needed, I that bitch probably I don't know. One, I, don't, I don't care. The, the joke's on her. It's her waste of money. Um, and this is how I knew she was taking the Uber. She goes out in the parking lot. There's a ride waiting for her. And she just says, drive, drive. And I said, no, I need my, my keys. And so she takes the trailer key off my keychain while in the Uber and throws my car key and whatever else was attached to the rest of the keychain. She threw it at me as the guy hauled ass and drove away. Are you so glad you got your little, like, animals as leaders beer can opener? I think that was after the fact. Oh, okay. But no, I I, I can't remember what was <laughs> on there. Just a couple board. of, yeah, just a couple of lame-ass little little things that I had on there just to, so I had a keychain and some weight to my keys so I didn't lose them. Um, so now she hauls ass. Bomb. 
And this is when I called, this is when I called mom and told her like, Hey, she's going home. She's got my keys. Like, can you go get my dogs and maybe my stuff or whatever? So my family met her back at her house that she Ubered back to and picked up the dogs. And then she refused to give me, give them my stuff. And she's like, he can come get it. So to kind of wrap all this up, uh, so she goes home, she deals with my family deals with her, luckily gets the dogs back. I finished the night out and it's very like at that moment, like that was a lot. Like I was embarrassed because Rusty saw it and he didn't know what the hell. He was like, what the, what, what was going on? And when I told him, he's like, why don't you just punch her in the face? I'm like, I can't punch <laughs> her in the face. I wanted to. If I did that, I was going to jail. And I wasn't going to. <laughs> She'll do it for you. Well, she's down in the office. And so, of course, afterwards, we, we finished up the night. And I just, it was like the first time I've been at the racetrack and wanted the night to end. And I had ridden with Tom that night. And he was going to take me there. And, and I wanted him to come with me uh, to be backup. Wait, so where was the Challenger? Or the Mustang. No, okay, no, no, no. We did drive separate, but Tom followed me back to her house to make okay. sure that I got my stuff and nothing happened. That's and right, because you had to like run a U-Haul to get the drums. Well, the, no, the that drums was were all in that was in the storage, which okay. was like a block from her house, so she could easily went there. Look, and, if y'all don't know Ryan, the two most important things to him are his dogs and his drum kit. At that time. At that time. Yes. Up until like a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Wait, so what happened after this? Tom so, follows you home. Well, a- after the races, I went down because I wanted to get my paycheck because, you know, Speed Week's a nice old paycheck. Um, <laughs> Speed Week's bonus, But then dope. people were like, hey, what the – because I guess Rusty had said something like, hey, we might have a situation, and it de-escalated because she left, and I finished out the night, and then people were like, what was going on? Like, are you okay? And then I started telling people what was going on, and I broke down. Like, it was, a, it was the end of Speed Week's, and – I just had that happen. I was super embarrassed because people were like, wait, that girl came and like fucking did all that. So I like, I broke down the last night of Speedway. My first thing, and I was just embarrassed because I'm like, I don't want to, like, that ain't me. Like, I don't want that fucking drama. (laughs) (laughs) And here you are. Um, So... Anyway, so I'm trying to, I I had a beer to decompress and I just kind of let it all out. And everyone was just like, hey, you know, when you get up tomorrow, just shoot us a text. Let us us know that everything's all right. Let us know she didn't fucking murder you. Well, they're like, well, if she's going to bite you, she might try to stab you when you get there. And and I think it was Kathy Spears who was like, hey, before you get there, like pull over to a gas station and have the cops meet you at the house so that she can't say you did anything and you can get your stuff and get out and, and it'd be for all of you safe. So Tom was there. He helped me load up stuff. Um, and, and she kept trying to, she didn't like Tom because Tom was my friend and God forbid I have those. How can anybody not like Tom? We picked her. Okay. Sorry. Hang on. Automatic red flag. Minnesota Vikings fan. Yeah. Didn't she? Sorry. She begged you to go to like wicked with her. Yeah. So dumb. That's all right. I mean, wicked is amazing. She was crazy. She was a psycho. And then she psychopath. doesn't like Tomas. Yeah. Everybody loves Tomas. And if you don't, I don't like you. Yeah, and she didn't like my family because, God forbid, I want to spend time. Anyways, it Your was Your family a, it was is like the hardest family to not like. Yeah. yeah. They're the best ever. So. I hate her. We've seen her once. It, there was one <laughs> night to, to kind of to backtrack to set up even how crazy she is. Uh, she didn't want to come to the races, so she went downtown and got super drunk and was like, hey, I need you to come pick me up. And I, I me and Tom used to Back before COVID and all this, we'd and, and back before families and stuff, we we would he would drive one week and I would drive the next. Yeah. We'd we'd share. Uh, and um, it was his his turn to drive, so I asked him like, "Hey, would you mind?" Because uh, 
His house is by my house. I'm like, would you mind picking her up? (laughs) Bitch, get an Uber. And the whole time, like, she, we're like, Tom was like, am I dropping you off at your house? You want to go to your house? You going to Ryan's house? And she couldn't make up her mind. And so Tom was like, where am I going? And she's like, don't you fucking go. And Tom's like, well, I need to know where the fuck I'm taking your drunk ass. And it was like that. and, And yeah, so they didn't like each other to begin with. So she's trying to bitch at Tom. Tom's just like. I don't have anything to do with this. I'm just here to help out my friends. So if you could shut up. And then the cops are like, ma'am, stop talking to them. Let them get their stuff and get out of here so you can get about your night. And um, anyway, so. And to think my mom told me to not go after you. Yeah, right. Because you didn't need my crazy (laughs) bitch. (laughs) I already had my own that I was getting rid of. So needless to say, I get all my stuff out of there. I unloaded all at my mom. I just put all my stuff in my mom's garage. I went and crashed at Tom's house because he's like, hey, just come crash on the couch. We'll watch the 500 tomorrow. You can hang out here. And then... Went to friendly conference. Just, it all settled down. And of course, like two days later, she's calling me. She's like, why are you leaving? I'm like, why do you think you bit my fucking hand, which was swollen and bruised for like a week. Now she's Um, like happily married. Poor guy. Is she? Yeah. Okay, so you remember when we saw her at... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And yeah. you were, like, so awkward. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That was very awkward. And I didn't want to tell Minnesota you until Viking they left. Fans, because... And then we, like, I, oh, I had our, like, I knew she was there because I am a woman. I Facebook creep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's married now. Is she? Mm-hmm. Oh, that poor guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I wonder how his hands are. <laughs> he's... He's probably. I hope he likes being bitten. He, he must be pretty whipped because you weren't allowed to be yourself around her. So I don't that know. That sucks. I've no, it was. I've never had a crazy ex. I don't think. I mean, like I, I get it. Breaks up aren't breakups aren't fun, but like normally it's you yell and you. I did slash my ex boyfriend's tires oh, in the parking lot, you, so. but he we parked his truck at the racetrack before my senior prom. Yep. And then I walked into the bathroom and he's cheating on me at the Daytona 500 Club. Like, in the bathroom, cheating that's, on that's me. That's grounds for tire slashing. I took the limo back to the racetrack and slashed his tires and then got drunk. There you go. <laughs> With the Burkhalters. Uh, but need, needless to say, my, my crazy story at the racetrack is my psycho at the time, now very, very much ex-girlfriend, uh, came to the tower in the middle of a race and bit me because I wouldn't give her... The key, because she didn't want me to leave. And what had happened? I went and got my stuff and left anyway. Did she not know that you had bought the house? No. Oh, my, okay. my plan was, because things were so I, bad. I feel like she just knows, oh, I know where his mom lives. I'm just going to go. Sh- oh. How did your mom and auntie not like? Oh, they didn't like her at all. Well, I know they didn't. What was but, like? But like when they went to go get your stuff, how did they just not like completely go Oh, she Auntie was... Auntie and mom in a bad mood, like... Oh, she was completely rude to them, and they did everything they could to not escalate. They're, they were basically were like, give me the dogs. We just want Cammy and, we and will, Gordy. We will leave, and you all can figure the rest of your shit out, but give me the dogs. And she's like, Ryan can come get his fucking dogs. And my mom's like, well, those are our fucking dogs, I, Yeah, too. I feel like mom would have just been like, bitch, I paid for these dogs. Yeah. Fuck you. And my mom was basically like, if you didn't get your stuff back, your stuff was replaceable. Those dogs weren't. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly why yeah. I had you. I'm like, at the time, I had I had these speakers in a PlayStation and a TV. I thought you were pointing at the Michael Myers No, mask. I did not have those at the time. Um, no, I literally because oh, everything else lucky. was in storage. She didn't have to so. live in a house with a Michael Myers mask. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm the worst. I know you're gonna bite me too. He's looking at me. Good. 
Um, <laughs> no, I just You're gonna bite me. Got my stuff. Got out of that. Um, it's just just crazy. And I I remember when I was I was at the end of the night and I was talking to your mom. I'm like, oh, this is so embarrassing. She's like, if that's the most embarrassing thing that ever happens to you, count yourself lucky. She's like, I've seen some shit. So, <laughs> hey KB, <laughs> here we are. Yeah, here we are. Look at us now. We've got our own embarrassing. Oh, so am I at times. So that that's my story. I told you it was, it was pretty epic. Um, my hand is like throbbing. It's like it's like it's uh, your poor hand yeah. has PTSD. It does. It, or C, I think my hand has CTE. So I'm sorry. That might be insensitive. I don't mean it to be. I'm that's just, like my favorite Ryan story. Yeah, that's it's pretty epic, and it it happened my my night nine of my first speed weeks, uh, 2017, and. Uh, you know, that I've was seen. when Patrick Thomas was still fat, fat. <laughs> yes, it was. And I think he won that night, too. He did. did yeah. He, like, won the championship that year. And I know this because Dawson was in the hospital. So we, And this was not racing. It wasn't Racing America or Flow TV. It was Fans Choice. Fans Choice TV, yeah. Oh, broadcasted man. it. So I, like, literally hooked up, like, this little Chromebook that we had to the computer. So you could see. Or it. to the TV so that Dawson could watch Patrick Thomas. Oh man! And Patrick so, yeah. Thomas shouted Dude, him I, out in victory lane. I'll ne- that was the longest sportsman race. It was like it was like the sportsman fifty at the end of the night. It was the yeah. longest race because I just needed it to get over so I could go get this behind me. I actually think we were at the Silver Spurs rodeo that night, but Patrick Thomas, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Patrick won. In like Patrick there won, was, and he shouted Dawson out in victory lane, and that's what I remember. There was a bunch of wrecks. It was like the race that wouldn't end. I have all this stuff hanging over my head. I'm trying to keep it together. It's my first speed week, so I'm still relatively shy and new at this point. Like, I'm not how I am now. So I was just like, oh, my God, this needs to end. Oh, I'm not even having fun anymore. So, anyways, went dealt with all that. Watched the Daytona 500 with Tom the next day. Uh, signed on my house. And, no, she didn't know about the house because my plan was after Speed Weeks, and I didn't want to – I didn't want anything – I didn't want to have any hints. I didn't want to bring anything up because I wanted to have the house – and be able to move in. So my plan was, and this was my plan. Oh, to just disappear, right? My, my plan was um, I was going to take a day off from work, load up all my shit from her house, going to rent a truck, load up it's all my shit from house. house. It was a trailer. The you trailer, the much. dwelling. Uh, I was going to load up all the stuff and move into my house and just at least drop my stuff off at the house. And I was going to come back to the trailer when she got back be like, yeah, so we're done. I'm out. Because, like, I didn't want to do it over the phone because I'm – a man. I, I hold myself to a higher regard, but given the circumstance, I had no other choice. I'm a new smarter. She's in cocoa drunk off her ass. I'm like, I'm just done. Just, just no, I'm, I'm done. We're done. Um, but my plan was to move all my stuff in, in one day while she was at work and I was going to take a day off from work and move in and then come back home, wait for her to get home. Be like, yeah, I'm, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm moving, I'm moving out. And I wasn't going to tell her I had a house. And I was just gonna be like, no, I'll, I'll figure it out. I had, I was going to empty everything out of the storage and that way she had no control over anything and basically tell her I was done and moved into my house. And, uh, well, it just happened a couple weeks earlier. That's all. If you would have had a truck, you could have just taken her house with you. <laughs> I could have. Yeah, just, if it was a fifth wheel, I would have just yeah. towed, it, towed it right the hell out. <laughs> Bye. But you I'm know not leaving you. Thing. Your whole house is open. I didn't but want she anything to that, do with it. Yeah, no, the only no, reason no. I moved in with her is my lease was up. Everything was as good as it could have been, I guess, at that time. And, you know, I didn't want to pay any more rent. And, uh, but then like, I think it was like six months after I moved in, I started looking for the house. Cause I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to, and it was when my mom, I, w- I went and helped my mom put up Christmas lights and she goes, are you happy with your relationship right now? And I'm like, oh, is it that bad? 
Is it that bad that you can tell? <laughs> She's like, yeah, you don't seem like yourself. I'm like, oh, shit, I guess I'm not. <laughs> so anyway, um, here we are today. So, yeah, that, that's my story. That's the wildest thing that's ever happened to me at a racetrack, personally. I knew you were going to tell that story when yeah. I saw you do that post. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. So anyways, I, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And uh, just know that... Uh, I'm not the psycho one. Right. I, mm, mm. Not, not, I'm not the puddle of mud psycho. There you go. There you go. That's one way to put it. Still don't piss her off. She she don't Does bite. She fucking but... hates me, psycho, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there's my story. Uh, thanks to everybody that uh, that shared yours, uh, being part of the show. I love to do the... I hadn't done um, listener interaction a lot lately, so... I have a topic for the next one. Okay. Like... So when we come just, back... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go Probably the next out. show afterwards, because yeah, we'll the, have a lot to unpack. Yeah. Um, the most like heartwarming or touching moment you've had at a racetrack. Okay. Cause I've had quite a few of those. So we'll, we'll flip the script. Yeah. Today was script, all crazy uh, shit. Yeah. Like heartwarming, touching, uh, happiest moment at the racetrack. I don't know. Okay. We all have those too. Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you're, you're not going to be my answer for that one. That, that's fine. It's that'd not be weird. you. That'd be weird. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, I, I like that idea. Well, r- remind me when we come back and, um, We'll do that. So next week, guys, we'll be traveling. We'll be in Vermont hey, uh, celebrating Peyton's first birthday. I can't. I cannot believe it. She, a little sweet our little one. sweet one is going to be one. We're doing so, a little strawberry shortcake themed yes. strawberries. It's going to be fun. So it's we strawberry are strawberry season up there. Right after the Southern Super Series, right? Like we're coming to the racetrack with all our shit packed and our car bursting at the seams, including the damn dog. <laughs> including the dog, the dog will be with us too. Um, taking the dog. Gordy hasn't been a racetrack dog since we got pregnant because, well, that's a we lot to do. We didn't get pregnant. I did. You know that's the saying. You know how it goes. <laughs> um, I did my part. Um, anyway, one time. One time. Uh, it took her nine months to to Stop. incubate, but anyway, um, so uh, we'll be taking our vacation next week. So there will not be a show next week, not because we don't want to do one, but because we physically won't be able to do one because all of this stuff is staying here, and we will be yeah, it won't fit in my Durango. <clears throat> we will be uh, spending time with family and doing a, the vacation is going to go lightning speed because half the time we'll be driving. Um, so we're, we're driving up that way. No show next week. When we come back, we'll unpack our trip from Vermont. We'll cover everything. So right after the Southern Super Series race, we're out of there. We're probably going to get to New Smyrna at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon and go right into the shark bite. And then we got quarter midges the next day. Uh, so we'll be right back into the, th- the thick of things. So no show next week. We're going to take a break. Into the thick of it. And then when we come back, we will recap everything that's happened and unpack our trip. And then we'll be back on schedule. So thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed story time. On the Race with Ryan podcast. If you thought this one was long, next week's will yeah, be longer. The week sure. after next. Uh, but again, thank you to American Auto 124 Welding and Fabrication. Never give up. Jeff White Racing. Ken Copley Racing. 70 Motorsports. Doug Samian and Bromley Motorsports. And, and everybody Speedway that video. listens. Speedway Video. Uh, Kenny, for all of his help. Um, and everybody at the racetrack. Um, get out and go somewhere. Come to the Southern Super Series race. Go to Citrus. Uh, they're back in action this week. Uh, just go enjoy the races somewhere. And uh, make it memorable. Don't you know, bite anybody. Don't bite anybody, but uh, make some memories so we can tell more stories. All right. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate you guys. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you in two weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye.